Blog Talk Radio. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio. High Frequency. Yeah. Yeah. Sync up. Sync up. Already. Already. Yay. I get up with the frequency each and every morning. Thanks, practice, strategies, commence, brainstorming. Live, awake, excited, new day, new me. TSA, courtesy of JRE and Scott Free. Too many folks shallow, scared to drown in the deep end. And I ain't pointing fingers, best believe I was one of them. The pain I was numbing it, self-inflicted punishment. The streets I was running in led me to consciousness. Yes, they can steal my flows, but can't block my shine, baby. You see my glow? Now I live in the light, radiating love. Sun, you're a star as below, so above. Am I too metaphysical? Are you over-analytical? So many situations get critical. I'm a warrior, survivor is an understatement. Started subterranean, now we in the cosmos on some milky wavy shit. Sun-kissed, melanin-rich, health is wealth, we live abundant. Connected with the oneness, I'm off my dumb shit. I bring to you substance more specific, life is synchronistic. All is energy, fact, over fiction when I rap. That high frequency, yeah, we on that. Sync with the most divine, catch contact. Physicality beyond that, high frequency, we on that. Mind over matter, thoughts not. Gathering stars, co-create and spiral up No ladder to heaven or hell Can you leave a trail The high and low polarities The vibrations, they all red Day to day just hoping Going through the motions Staring at the doors Who could ever get this open Till I uncovered the secret To keeping it real I got in touch with my soul The fan my frequency feel We playing follow the leader The leader ain't going nowhere That's why I'm living my life With a sovereign mind all I want in this world is to spread love and greatness to you Using my music for we out of time So for the divine, I'm doing my due diligence Giving some peace to views that's too militant Doing it different, I got purpose and position Feel the vibration, transmission is the mission Need you to listen to these words, my dude I swear my third eye got a bird's eye view And do you want to sync up? Cause I do Surfing this wave, follow as we ride through All this energy, fact, over fiction when I rap That high frequency, yeah, we on that Sync with the most divine, catch contact Physicality beyond that, high frequency, we on that Mind over matter, thoughts not scattered Co-stars, co-creating, spiral up, no ladder to heaven or hell Then you leave a trail, the high and low polarities, the vibrations, they all rare let it marinate, cause this is very great to every state The burden on my back, well I carry weight High frequency, high power, free spirit Talking to the man upstairs and yeah, he hear it Man, I'm riding the wave, inspired by the days When we sparked up, that was the light of the haze But now I'm synced up, yeah, my drink's up Am I drinking again? Well, you know, yeah, the gig's up Freedom ain't free, believe them, they not me The oppressor knows my melanin rich And I'm scot free, that means I got away BS, not today, stop and say we good Okay, no more drops today This the high frequency, they gon' feel this Still with optimism, but still, I'm the real List. They gon' feel this, yeah, real quick. Bring the chorus in. That's real shit. All this energy, fact, over fiction when I rap. That high frequency, yeah, we on that. Sync with the most divine. Catch contact, physicality beyond that. 
frequency, we are that Mind over matter, focus, thoughts, not scattered Co-stars, co-create, spiral up, no latitude Heaven or hell, it's in you, leave a trail The high and low polarities, the vibrations, they all Frequency radio, yeah, we on that. Peace, brother Paul Savage. You already know, you are locked in, tuned in live. High frequency radio, sync up, sync up, sync up. You're you're listening to Yusuf L. On the baddest radio network on the planet. High Frequency Radio. Peace. Peace, 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 peace to the gods, peace to the gods. You're listening to High Frequency Radio. I'm your host, Yusuf L. It is Sunday, September 1st, 2019. I'm broadcasting live from Atlanta, Georgia. Got a real good show lined up for you today. I am back on the air, y'all. It is good to be back home. (sighs) I had to come back to that. I had to come back home. Had a little hiatus over there at YouTube for a little bit, but I'm getting tired of videos. And everybody be harassing me because everybody want to talk to me, you know. I, you know, I'm trying to do consultations, all this. I say, look, let me just get back on the air. Now, usually on Sunday, you know, I'm doing the natural law hour, but you know, this is like a a relaunch of rules to the game. So today, I'm just gonna make it. You know, we could chop it up and talk about whatever you want to talk about. The call-in number is 424-222-5250. You know, you hit one on your phone if you want to talk to the host. But today, you know, I was kind of like, um, uh, you know, as I've been doing this, I've just kind of been like um, looking at a lot of stuff uh, that's been on YouTube and things people are talking about as relates to secured party and nationality and you know, winning in the court and remedies and all this kind of stuff. And um, it seems like nobody uh, wants to talk about natural law. You know, I was reading the congressional record. I'm gonna read this to y'all. This is this this was a uh, this was out of the congressional record. It was real interesting. See if I got it. I think this is right here. It was real interesting. And I think this is like 1932 or something like that. They were talking about it. Um, And 
And they were talking about natural laws. They talking about natural laws. Where is this thing at? I kind of want to read this to y'all. This thing was real interesting. Real interesting. Ain't this is it? Where is that? You know, so many people upload stuff on the website. Yeah, this is it right here. And it's coming out of Congressional Record, Volume 75, Part 2, pages 11, 11,703 to 12,738. Let me open up the chat room real quick. Let me get this chat room. You know, I got to get back into the swing of things, y'all. Get the chat room back open for you. And let me post the link in there for y'all so y'all can kind of like, if y'all want to check it out and read along. Chat room is open. Is it in there? I think it's in there. And it's congressional record. It's real interesting. Let me read this to y'all. I thought this was real interesting. And it's uh, it's by Mr. Walcott. And you know they uh this is in 1932 before everything dropped this is June 1st 1932 to June 11 1932 And let me let me uh let me just read this to you. he says this is Mr. Wagner they were having a discussion about you know everything that was about to drop what the government was going to do uh, about this concept of social security and the government and everything that, uh what they would do, listen to what these people are saying now. It says natural laws cannot be created, repealed, or modified by legislation. Congress should know there are many things which it cannot do. It cannot legislate prosperity into the nation. About all that it can do is to regulate the relationships of the people, the one toward another, under rules that are fair and allow them to work out their own salvation. It is now purposed to make the federal government the guardian of its citizens. If that should be done, the nation soon must perish. There can only be a free nation when the people themselves are free and administer the government which they have set up to protect their rights. When the general government must provide work and, incidentally, food and clothing for its citizens, freedom and individuality will be destroyed and eventually the citizens will become serfs to the general government. They are no longer free, and they are no longer, and they no longer support the government when they look to the government to support them. The government then becomes an absolutism. It can support its citizens only by going into private business for profit, with the resulting destruction of all private profits. The general government has fallen into hard lines. Its citizens cannot support it easily, so it is purposed to reserve law or reverse laws formerly thought to be sound and go into the business of supporting citizens, apparently with little understanding that the government is but a collection of all the people. If the people, therefore, at this time cannot support the government, how can it be reasonably said that the government can support the people? It is purposed that the government embark upon a great program to give aid to the unemployed. This sounds well so uh, when so stated, but it will not work. It cannot work 
because it is an effort to reverse the operation of a fundamental law. The plan admits that the nation is burdened with debts and it is attempting to make the debts less irksome by creating more debts. And then he goes on and on and on and get into some things about the national debt. But I wanted to talk about this first part where, you know, these people, these senators understood the ramifications of the government taking care of the people, how this would annihilate your rights. Okay, and then, you know, the, the reasoning of it, okay, the people can't support the government, now the government going to support the people. So the government is going into private, for-profit business. Now, this is not some conspiracy theory. This is what was being proposed, and they're talking about it on the House floor. So I can't understand how, and this is what's so beautiful about reading the congressional record, because it totally annihilates all of these uh, claims of this conspiracy theory stuff that, you know, they like to float around about this subject matter. This is not conspiracy theory. As a matter of fact, it should be common sense when you really look at it on its face without even have to, and without even having to look at the congressional record. But these people understood this as well. He tell, he's telling you, you know, it is now purpose to make the federal government the guardian of its citizens. If that should be done, the nation soon must perish. There can only be a free nation when the people themselves are free and administer the government which they have set up to protect their rights, where the general government must provide work and incidentally food and clothing for its citizens, freedom and individuality will be destroyed, and eventually the citizens will become serfs to the general government. And this is exactly as what has happened today. I mean, it was so, I mean, this senator, you know, predicted this so accurately, it's scary. Right in the congressional record. So I want everybody to think about that when, you know, like you see me making videos on YouTube, people like, you know, they're talking about, you know, uh, what is this stuff? You know, is this some sort of a conspiracy theory? How do I know this works? You know, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, look, man, (laughs) look, man, you need to. You need to start doing some study because if you need some convincing, you know, don't look to me to convince you. That's not my job. My job is not to convince you. You need to convince yourself. There's plenty of information out there available to you that you can find that will convince you that what we are talking about is true. You know, no one's trying to deceive you. No one's trying to get over on you or anything like that. You know, all I, my job is just to wake you up and make you aware of what is going on, what is going on with your federal government, what is going on with the federal system, what happens when you get an indictment, what happens when you get a traffic ticket. All of this is because of the debt. This is all they're talking about, the national debt. And for them, they had to go into private business to resolve their problems. And when you go into the private, that's outside the Constitution. Now Now we're talking about contracts, which regulate everything. It's very simple to see what has happened when you understand what has happened. It's easy. Let me see if I can get this uh, link in here so y'all can see it. I don't think that link posted. Let me uh, let me let me uh, let me repost that in the chat room. Cause I want y'all to read this for yourself. If you're on the chat room, you know you get it. Yeah, let me post this in the chat right here. 
don't look like it's showing up. Y'all see that in the chat? Hope y'all can see that. All right. So let me go to the uh, let me go to the chat room real quick. I mean, to the phone line. Let me open the phone line. I'm going to chop it up with y'all today. I ain't got a lot to say. I'm going to let y'all kind of direct the conversation. The call-in number is 424-222-5250. You want to speak to the host? You know, just hit the, uh, hit the, uh, hit number one on your phone. All right, let me go to the phone line, 717, area code 9668. You're on the line. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Glad, doing good. Glad to see you. Yes, sir. Glad to see you back. Yeah, I got so, to come uh, back, man. I, I, I got it. That's my thing. You know, I made a name for myself, jobbing it up on the air. I got to come back. <laughs> so the link come. to that congressional record, I presume, it did not show up. It's just showing It didn't show up again. Oh, well, let me try to paste it again. What's going on? I'm going to try to. They got this. I keep posting something. Nothing is, and they didn't change the chat. Like we got a different yeah, every, type of. Uh, yeah, we got a different type. It's just a blank. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing that. It's just a blank. Maybe one more. Let What's me post the citation? A link. It may not. Well, what it is is, give, um, I tell y'all what. If, if y'all go to my Facebook, if y'all go to my Facebook group. You know, I put it there. And then I also uh, put it in the link. Um, yeah, y'all go to my Facebook group. Go to, uh, just go to uh, facebook.com forward slash, uh, forward slash group, forward slash high frequency radio, or securepartycreditors.hff. You know, I'll put the link in there for y'all, too. Y'all can find it on there. But, um, yeah, you need to check that out, the congressional record. I'll give it to you again. The congressional record is very, very interesting. Um, once again, that congressional record was, uh, what is it? Congressional record proceedings and debates of the first session of the 72nd Congress of the United States of America, volume 75, part 11, June 1st, 1932 to June 11th, 1932, pages 11,703 to 12,738. And that's part of the record right there, and they're having this discussion. And I, you see so much stuff like this in the congressional record, too, where these congressmen and senators are debating about about things that, you know, when we talk about them on YouTube and stuff like that, people, oh, this is you crazy and everything. I'm like, what are you talking about? This senator just said the same damn thing. You know, when the government has to take care of you, you're losing your rights. So, so right there, That's what is correct. that? You taking oh, you taking social security? You even using that social security number in some kind of way? That's an adhesion contract, in some kind of way that constitutes a minimum contact, in some kind of way you are giving away your rights for a bowl of porridge. You know, and I like the argument. Like how we how, how the government gonna take care of the people when the people can't take care of the government? That's not the purpose of government. That's what these senators were talking about. Like, that ain't what government was constituted for. But you didn't went into a private business for service or profit. So they profiting. 
Everything they're doing is a profit. So how are they profiting? They're writing traffic tickets. They're giving you indictments. These are all negotiable instruments. These are all presentments. These are all debt collections. Yep. Now, I you know who Dick Marple is, right? Yeah, uh, I've watched a lot of his videos. Yeah, he understands had, this stuff. He does. He he absolutely does. I had a pleasant conversation with him a couple of days ago, and uh, he said he's glad to see other people that knows what he knows. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting his files. He's gonna send me a thumb drive. I'll have to make sure you get a copy of it. Yeah, they had um, proposed some legislation that they've done presented where they're trying to get them to reveal, you know, the true nature. Because here's the thing, too, that they won't do. They've uh, obfuscated the truth as it relates to the true nature of the court system. And, you know, they won't tell people when, you know, you ask them, which I feel like, you know, as public servants, that's kind of traitorous. I mean, to me, that's like, that's firing squad type stuff. How can you um, be elected from amongst the people, okay, and then when you get put in office, you know, you portray your constituency by hiding things from them? Exactly. Now, he did. they have introduced House Bill 507 in, in Vermont, right? And right. that is the right to travel bill. In other words... Right. And the way they've worded the bill, he's got all the Republicans, all 68 Republicans, but it's a Democrat-controlled state right now. So the bill is that it's making it known you don't have to have a license to travel, and when your car is paid off, you are to receive the manufacturer's certificate of origin because that's the deed to the property. And he said all the Republicans are in support of this. The Democrats, no. They want, like I've always said, the Democrat Party is a party of slavery. They do not want you to own nothing and be free. The, 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 um, let's just be real. Can we talk about the Democratic Party for real? I mean, let, let me just get real. I got to talk to my people because, you know, my, my people, they die hard Democrats, you know, but for no reason. <laughs> Just for no reason, you know, they don't even understand, you know, they just doing it because everybody else is doing it. You know, they don't really understand. Ah, Trump, talk about Donald Trump, don't even really understand. They don't even understand politics. They just talking about things that, you know, they just want, they, they just feel like, okay, you're a black person. You should be uh, on the bandwagon because Donald Trump is some shit. So I should just roll with you. You know, and it's like, I'm just supposed to roll with ignorant ass shit. You know, I'm not going to do that because you see people, some of your people, uh, your movie stars and rappers and shit who don't know anything either, basically, you know, promoting that you do something when you don't even understand fundamentally what's going on. Then the Democratic Party is just like what he said. They are the party of slavery. They are trying to get you to take benefits and privileges from the government. And I just sit there and read to you right in the congressional record what that means. They also the ones introducing all the legislation, putting people in prison and doing all kind of stuff. You know, they pretend like they're your friends, but they're really not. It's using No, they're not. They're not your friend. They're not your friend. 
You know, wake up, people. They're not your friend. It took me a little while, you know, to understand that. You know, I was like, you know, I was kind of like doing what everybody else was. You know, they, you know, I'm I'm a Democrat. You know, and it's like the Democrat Barack Obama was a Democrat. You know, he was a Democrat. You know, does anybody do you do you know what really happened with that that Kavanaugh, um, those Kavanaugh hearings when uh, Trump elected Kavanaugh as uh, for the Supreme Court? And Diane Feinstein and all them came out against him. Well, let me hear what you think it was. Because I know one subject that was brought up that nobody really paid a lot of attention to was his position on citizenship and tribunals. All right. All right. We can talk about that, too. Let's talk about he, uh, he... First of all, we got to go back to to um, Barack Obama. Okay, Barack Obama nominated a man named Merrick Garland to the Supreme Court. Uh, his name is Merrick M E R R I C K Garland G A R L A N D. Now, here's one thing that I always do that a lot of people don't do: I always check the nationality of everyone um, that I see on TV, you know, especially if they're going against Trump or anything like that. Now, Merrick Garland is Jewish, okay? He is Jewish. I, his nomination would have made, would have set the Supreme Court with four Jews on the Supreme Court. Four Jews on, on the Supreme Court. All right, now, Jews are traditionally Democratic, okay? They're traditionally, almost all of them, they're Democratic, all right? I'll name you the Supreme Court justices uh, that are currently on there who are Jewish. You have Ruth Ginsburg. She's a Jew. Stephen Beyer, who is a real close friend of Antonio Scalia, and Alina Kagan, all right? And Merrick Garland would have made number four. So they're loading up the Supreme Court. I don't think people really understand that, but that is what was happening. Now, the Republicans blocked that, all right? They kind of blocked it because he was supposed to take, I think this guy was supposed to take Scalia's place, all right? They blocked it. So now Trump come in because they were trying to make him wait for the next president to come in, and Trump comes in and he nominates uh, nominates, uh, this other guy who's not Jewish, uh, and the first thing that starts happening that these other Jews, Diane Feinstein and other guy, who are both Jewish, by the way, start hurling uh, all these accusations at Kavanaugh right before his confirmation hearing. Um, all of the uh, news reporters at CNN are Jewish. Um, the one that stood up and was telling Trump, who was disrespecting Trump, he was Jewish. And... All the people, you know, and he say fake news and everything. And I hate to sound like this, but if y'all go behind me, if y'all go behind me right now and check everything I'm saying, it's going to be undeniable. The problem is y'all ain't really checking the nationality of the people who are on TV before you are speaking, which is very important to do. It's very important to do because there are some groups of people who have an agenda, unlike us who are unorganized, who are all over the place, who, don't, who aren't unified or anything like that, 
there are some people who are unified and have an agenda. And slowly, when you go back and study socialism, communism, uh, Marxism, um, all of this kind of stuff, who promoted all this? Am, am I right? Am I, am I, am I, am I yes, right? Yes, you are. It's, it's I, used to, I used to be one that not necessarily refused to accept what they call the Jewish conspiracy, but I was like, no, if you're pointing a finger at one group, you're missing the head of the monster. And now it's like, now that I've learned, because you know I research, uh, now it's got to the point where I'm like, wait a minute here. They have way too much power. They're in the banks, the media, government. They're, they've got their hands in everything. And now they try to take over the Supreme Court. And that's where they were blocked. And, and Trump can't come out and say this. Okay, first thing they'll do is call the man he's medic. Mm-hmm. They got their hands in everything. And they promote socialism. Okay, the social security uh, type thing. Now, it even gets a little deeper than that because, you know, in Israel, they think that they are the chosen people and they are, uh, you know, they are destined and that the going are supposed to be their servants, their slaves. Now, when you look back at the institution of social security under um, uh, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, 72 cabinet members of his were all Jewish. Okay. They were Jewish. All these guys that instituted all this stuff are Jewish. Um, um, Paul Warburg, Jewish. You know, the Rothschilds, Jewish. All these guys are Jewish. These are, these are Jewish guys that are putting all this stuff in. Even when we get into and we start, start talking about, um, uh, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Dar, Dar, uh, Darwism, Jewish. Um, the guy, uh, the chick over the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, who tried to get everybody talking about that um, um, inoculations don't cause uh, these babies to have autism. I Jewish. I go and start yeah, studying and, and, this stuff. Hey, they said it don't cause autism. Then that CDC whistleblower come out and said that they fudged the numbers and it, that that black people little boys were 300% more likely to get autism. They left that out. They left it out. They're leaving all of that out. So it's like, it's not no thing where somebody's trying to be anti-Semitic. It's like, if you look at it, okay, you got to ask the question. It's like, damn, all these people are Jewish. You know, not 80% of the people that's on your television programs are Jewish. Let me talk about that for a second. If you notice, okay, they own all the media stations. Right now, they got this thing going where um, all these women, like, they really making men look weak and pumping up women. You know, when they're, all the women and all, all the action heroes now are becoming women. All the women, are, you know, beating men up and all of it. Men are made to look stupid, incompetent, weak. Um, you know, I'm, every show I'm seeing right now, the courage, the women have the courage, the men are the cowards. Start paying attention to what I'm showing you. To pay attention to what I'm what I'm showing you. And it's like there's a weakening. There's it's almost like they um like I'm watching this this show, Royal Pains. You know, it's on Netflix. And, you know, those guys on there are obviously Jewish doctors and everything and 
basically all these other wealthy people, they like going and they're showing you how they're addicted to drugs. And, you know, it just shows how it makes the, uh, it makes us look like animals, okay, and them look like the saviors. And y'all not paying well, attention they, to it. Y- y- y'all they not do paying define attention. us as animals. They do define us as animals, but an animal, I mean, you got to understand what an animal is, though. Like, when that word animal, you got, it, you know, it, comes, it comes from the root anime, it means a living creature, but they put us on the level of a beast, you know, they're saying you're not really human. They got those, uh, there's a video I posted where, you know, those Jews, you know, it straight up told you, like, you know, the Goyim are not, you know, they're not humans. You know, they're not human. Well, they, they define... They define human being as monster. Uh, then you got Alfred Das who exposed the drug laws for man and other other animals. They, right. They, what I tell people: if you don't, if you don't declare who you are, the state will declare who you are, and you'll be an animal, which has no rights. Also, also, let's talk about the pornography real quick. The pornography industry is owned by the Jews, okay? And now in their law, they can't masturbate because the the uh, sperm, you have to let sperm accumulate in your body to increase your intelligence and to increase your spiritual power. But a lot of people, because we're being inundated uh, with pornography, a lot of people are expelling their seed. And as it tells you in the book of Proverbs, let me read this to you real quick. And if y'all go to Proverbs 31, 3, I, and I want y'all to really start, think about this. It says, give not thy strength unto women nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. What do y'all think that's talking about when they talk about giving your strength unto women? You, you talking you got, about their intercourse. It's talking about ejaculation, right? which people today are doing the no-fap, which is no fondling and petting yourself, uh, and they're only doing it to, you know, to attract women. But the reason I bring this up is because like 70% of all the billionaires are Jewish. And, you know, uh, most of the sports teams are owned by the Jews. Uh, all of the radio and uh, um, uh, television. Uh, hip-hop is controlled by Jews. And we already see what they're doing in that. You know, they're just the negativity that's being promoted in that. So the reason I'm, be, I'm speaking about this is because if our people will open their eyes and understand that you're being mocked. You're, you're, there is someone has an agenda to demonstrate that you are truly an animal. So when you look at mm-hmm. a TV show like Atlanta Housewives, the Hip Hop Housewives, and the women on there acting like a damn fool, okay, it just gives merit to their argument. Look, they damn animals. Look how they act. Um, Jerry Springer's show. Jerry is a he's Jewish. He's Jewish. Alright? He's showing all everybody bring on there is a going. Look how they act. Uh what's Look at the all these show? Judge uh, shows. 
Uh, I was about to say the judge show. Uh, what's old girl? Um, what's her name? Um, judge uh, Julie. What's her name? Real popular. Um, well, it was Judge Judy, but I think she's went to the wayside, and they've got like three or four others up there now. Well, Judge Judy, she is a Jew, all right? And what is she was doing? All these goyings coming into court, you know what I'm saying, and they ruling over us. People ain't paying attention to what's going on. If you start paying attention and looking in the movies, how they are mocking you, it's very subtle. It's subtle. First of all, you have to be able to identify the nationality of the people, first and foremost. You have to think, okay, who is greenlighting this show? Who's, who are the participants in the show? And what positions are they playing in the show? When you start to see that, you're going to start to see a picture emerge. And that picture that's going to emerge is we're talking about the chosen people and the going. And their chosen be Superman was created by Jew. Okay. Yep. I mean, All the Old Testament stuff. talked about the Gentiles and how the Gentiles could be enslaved, but you couldn't treat your fellow Jew that way. And the Gentiles, the Gen- they've just changed the word to Goyim. That's Leviticus chapter 2545. It gets into the discussion about enslaving the going. And I'm I'm telling you what what brought this to my attention was when I was studying World War One and World War Two and I started seeing how Israel came about and uh, by you know the taking of Palestine, the uh Balfour Declaration, um, you know, and all of this kind of stuff and what Hitler was saying. He was saying that look, these people have, you know, that during that time, it was only 60 million ger- people in Germany, and 500,000 of them were Jewish. It wasn't 6 million people in all of Germany. So they say 6 million people died in concentrating camps is ridiculous. It wasn't even that many Jews in Germany during that time. It's only 500,000. But because they made up such a small percentage of the population, they were overrepresented in government. They owned all the banks. They owned 70% of the court system. Um, they owned all the media. Uh, they were introducing pornography. He was up very highly upset because they were introducing homosexuality and pornography into society and so forth. A lot of the things, almost exactly everything that you see doing today, but today it just you just don't. It's just not prominent because you don't. We don't get into who well who's doing it, the nationality of the people who are doing it. You're not paying any attention to that. All right, but. That's what was going on, and they were foreclosing on people's homes. Taxes were high. Um, all of these things were going on, the same things that you see today. And he got rid of the central bank exactly. in, in that country. He got rid of it. He's the last one to actually do it. And he's been demonized for it ever since. But if you study history, if you get the real history, not the propaganda that they put before you, and you start studying the real history. Henry Ford, he wrote a book called The International Jew. Uh, you got another book called My Irrelevant Defense with Arnold Lease. Um, he did a very, very 
uh, intense investigation through the records of the court systems into a lot of uh, rituals and things that these people get into. I, I'm telling you, if you will open your eyes right, and start to look, just start to look. You don't have to believe nothing I'm saying. Everything that I'm saying right now is self-evident. If you look at CNN, all everybody on CNN is Jewish, and they be talking about Trump. And that's what makes me kind of like, you know, be looking at like, like when I, like I, I have a different opinion about Trump because I'm starting to understand, okay, like for instance, one of the things that are the plan is to destroy white people. I want to destroy white people, okay? And that plan is to allow, um, open up the borders and allow other races to come in and they're going to mix. And it's going to, obviously, it's going to, phase out white people. If everybody starts mixing, white people are going to get phased out. Let's, let's, let's just keep it real. They're going to get phased out. Well, Trump responded to that. He said, I'm going to put up a damn wall. But that's not talked about. But when you start studying this stuff and you see it, you see in the movies now, they're promoting uh, interracial relationships. They're promoting homosexuality at an all-time high. All this liberalism, what they call under the title liberals and things like that, if you really look at the um, spiritual ramifications of all of this, you'll start to get a different picture about all of it. It's not me saying anything. You, if, if you just take what I'm telling you right now and just identify the nationality of the people behind anything that comes on television, any problem that erupts, you're going to start to see a picture for yourself. I'm not even going to have to tell you nothing. I'm not going to tell you nothing. Well, All I'm telling you right now is what to do, what to start looking for, and you're going to start to see it. Everywhere, I just got, yeah. like, I just started to, like, hmm, this is kind of like, is this a coincidence? So I just started kind of like, okay, well, when this, when this situation would pop up, I would, even when a news reporter come on, I'd get his name. i said, okay, let me check the nationality of this guy. And I'm like, damn, he's, he was, he's Jewish. And then, you know, I was studying the CDC. And it's like this chick, she testified before Congress. Oh, you know, vaccinations are not, are, are, they're not harmless at all. They don't cause autism. She's sitting up there, you know, and they, and they are permitted to lie to Goyans. They're permitted. The Talmud allows them to, to lie to any Goyans. All right. So I'm looking up. I said, man, let me look up this chick's nationality. Jewish. It just keeps popping up over and over and over again. So eventually you're going to get to the point where, like, I'm like, wow, you know, it's like these people, you know, I even looked at the nomination of Merrick Garland. He was Jewish. And then when they started attacking Kavanaugh, I just said, man, let me check out Diane Feinstein and all these other senators. Jews attacking them, attacking the Trump nomination. They want to get rid of your guns. They don't want you to have any guns. All right? They don't want you to have any guns. They're trying to make your children get vaccinations. They're trying to... uh. You know, all this stuff, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I was in a hospital recently and uh, dealing with a situation with the vaccination. And even though it's supposed to be voluntary, these people will make it seem like it's not, like they're getting ready to call the police on you because you decided not to have your child vaccinated or get a social security number or get a social security if you don't want your child a social security number. I've never heard of that before. I said, Social Security numbers is voluntary. And then they said, well, are you a doctor? Uh, here, let me, let me hip y'all to something else with those vaccinations. Pay attention. 
when the, the doctor's never there. They bring the nurses in. The doctor's avoiding liability. Where is the doctor? Why isn't the doctor administering this vaccination? Why is he not putting his license on the line? Why is it? Well, they will never sign a paper claiming liability. They don't never sign anything. They want you to sign something, but they're not going to sign anything. And they don't want you taking a picture. If you go in there with a camera and start trying to take pictures, everybody turn it back. They don't want you to take pictures of them or anything. But now, speaking you of Trump, you're telling me, you're telling me unequivocally that this is good for me. When you give yo this woman this a drug to kill her pain, and then if you give her too much, now she has to go have a C-section. Black people have more C-sections than anybody. And I heard them talking. They administer too much. What happens is they administer too much. And what it does is the blood pressure uh, starts going up, and they got to go and induce labor and have a C-section and everything. Then they want to turn around, and now as soon as the baby's born, stick a needle in an arm and give them some uh, pharmaceuticals. When breast milk is more powerful than anything. It's, and let me tell you all something. Since it's Sunday, which we should be talking about the natural law hour, everybody in esoteric circles knows this. You know, to think that you can trump nature is the definition of insanity. My wife just texted me that said that uh, they didn't get her her social till she became work age. Her parents. They didn't get mine either. So, yeah. I didn't get my social security number till I was 18. Tell your wife, yeah, she's telling the truth. It was me too. I didn't get mine to go well, back now, then when we were growing up, when we decided it was time to go get a job, then we would go to the Social Security Administration and then they would issue us a social security number. However, they made you start giving social security numbers to your children so you could claim them on your taxes. I don't need anything. I told them straight up, I don't need no benefits and privileges from y'all, period. I don't want nothing from you. You know, talking about your children can't enroll in school. Look at y'all public school system. It's shit, okay? Your public school system is shit. It's shit, all right? It's shit. Y'all hey, know talking, it. You're talking, about, you're talking about Trump. I'm going to tell you, if you pay attention to what Trump's doing and what the media is not telling you that he's doing, it almost appears he's trying to give the power back to the people. I don't know if you saw that post that was going around where they were attacking him about that it is not automatic now to get U.S. citizenship for anyone, including military servicemen, if they have children born overseas. And I was like, awesome. That is, like, so awesome because (laughs) it it looks like they can claim their state citizenship instead. And But (laughs) then when you read through it, all you got to do is fill out a form. Listen, man. The problem with people is they don't understand what liberals and Demo- who the liberals and Democrats are. They they don't no, understand they don't. who they are. I didn't understand who they were at first, but they don't understand it. Once you understand freedom, once you understand what true freedom is, how could you ever be a Democrat or a liberal? Well, I, I, I call myself a political atheist. I don't believe in either party. I don't either. I don't, I don't either. I, it's all a game. I agree. But even with the game they, they present to us, okay, it's like fundamentally we all know that you're taking benefits and privileges from the government that you, you, you sacrifice your fundamental rights, okay? 
this is the fundamental thing that people need to understand. But somebody, what was strange to me was, damn, the Democrats seem to be putting it on front street. It's, it's almost like now, yeah, we socialists. We socialists, communists, Marxists. Yeah, that's what we are. And you need this. Because you people out there, y'all can't take care of yourself. Y'all weak. Y'all know y'all can't. Y'all need government aid. You can't think for yourself. You can't take care of your children. You can't feed them. You need us to do everything for you. Just sit back. Hey. I was watching. They got this movie called. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. This is why I was looking in when, you know, when I found you and I started confirming everything you were saying and I started learning about trust and how the rich, it's like when you see some big corporation acquired another corporation, it'll say, yeah, $3 billion in cash and another $6 billion in stock options. I said, those are not stock. They're trading TCUs. I said, this is how they do things. It's all securities. It's all negotiable instruments. And if you don't learn how to play the game, you're going to be controlled by the state because they're giving you Federal Reserve notes. you got to learn and how to mo- do your own notes. you got to learn how to do your – there's a reason you have Article Three of the UCC. Okay, you got to learn how to issue your own private instruments and file the proper tax forms on them. I it as as time goes by this this picture gets clearer and clearer to me. I that you are supposed to issue your own instruments and utilize your credit yourself. That's what they're doing. When I first got into this, we had a saying, I am more than confident enough to handle my own commercial affairs. You are being looked at as an incompetent and people are handling your commercial affairs for you. There, that is an operational presumption by right, which they have by you getting a social security number and all that, because all those are part of the welfare state program. All those are for a people who are publicly um, declaring that they have that they cannot take care of themselves. So they are doing everything for you, but you have to let them know that look, cause, and this is something else fundamentally that people have to understand that one of the foundational laws of nature is free will. No one can make you do anything. You can succumb to fear, intimidation, threat, to, uh, threat, coercion, and all of those things, but those things are decisions. You decide that on your own. Like it says in the Bible, which was very beautifully stated, fear is adultery with God. Yeah, well, when I read with God, go ahead. I read a court case where it talked about the Fifth Amendment as a fighting clause, right? And right. is it just the Fifth Amendment? No, it's all your rights. There, if you don't fight for them, you don't have them. If you let, it, it even says in the case, if you're if they use haughty words to get you to give it up. Okay, you have to. It, it, the only way you have it is through sustained combat. Does it mean physical? No. It's you got to stand your ground at at all let costs. Me, let me tell you something. I was uh, 
when I when I was going through my ordeal in, in jail, I had that po- uh, on my wall. I had that, and what it is is it says the privilege against self-incrimination. Now, why do they call it a privilege? Because you know the Constitution is not for you. The, the Constitution don't give rights. God gives rights. Understand that. That's something else you got to understand. The privilege against exactly. self-incrimination is neither accorded to the passive resistant, not to the person who is ignorant of his rights, nor to one who is indifferent thereto. It is a fighting clause. Its benefits can be retained only by sustained combat. It cannot be claimed by an attorney or solicitor. It is valid only when insisted upon by a belligerent claimant in person. And that's my Callister Pinkle, all right, Federal Reporter 21, uh, U.S. Uh, uh, volume 201, U.S. Reporter, page 90. All right, so, you know, that's where you got, you know, I got that from, you know, with that belligerent claimant. That was one of the first things I read when I got into this, and I used to have that posted on my wall, that I would have to engage in sustained combat standing on my square of who I was and what my rights were. And while these people are all the time trying to make you into, because that's what's really going on when they hold you in jail. They're trying to make you into this serf. No, you're not really a sovereign. You're a serf. You're a serf. You know, they're saying this to you over and over. What do, you, what do y'all guys talk about sovereignty? The people aren't sovereign. The government is sovereign. The government is the one that's sovereign. The, the powers of the people, and this is what, that judge was saying in the very first court case, he said, how can the government be sovereign if the people weren't sovereign? For the government to be yep. sovereign, the people would have to be sovereign. The people can't. Yeah, because the can't people be- are who founded the government. That's right. You can't bestow a power on the government that the people don't possess. Yeah, I mean, it's, and what do they do when you're up there standing for your rights? A lot of people I've seen the comments, they said, Oh, they're just, they're just, uh, they don't care about laws. They don't care about authority. I said, no, it's not that. I said, they, they're standing up for their rights because they know what they are. The government just puts out the image that you don't care about authority. But the government doesn't care about the, the, the authority that gave them that power. I said, you got to stand that. That's how they obfuscate uh, the real issue. They try to say, oh, the uh, sovereign citizens are lawless individuals. Now, that's not what we're saying at all. That ain't not what we, that's not what we're talking about, you know, what y'all talking about. But this is what they will continuously, um, you know, perpetuate in the, uh, uh, out to everyone that this is what everybody that you know, y'all really don't, you know, want to follow the law or anything. It's like, no, 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 no. I, I, actually, what it is is, we want to ensure that the laws are, uh, are um, uh, the true laws are observed, right? The true laws are observed. But they'll get everybody thinking that Marbury versus Madison was the first Supreme Court case, and that wasn't the first Supreme Court case. You know, these no, are, that was these Chisholm versus that, Georgia. It was, yeah, Chisholm versus Georgia. I'm looking up right now. They talk about, you know, arguably the most important case. Oh, what, Chisholm versus Georgia? Well, they, I told everybody that y'all are sovereign, but they don't teach it in the law schools. They don't teach it anywhere. They hide it even from them. They walking around ignorant. They don't know themselves. Um, 
there's a I know you probably got other people waiting in line, so by the way, I know you're busy. Last time we talked, you wrote down my number so we could talk about me selling your uh webinars on my website. Okay, I'll uh Okay, I'll take down your number again. I'll call you. I do be busy. I you know, I I be extremely busy. But um I'll give you a call. I'll give you a call. I'll give you a call. And by probably. the way, there's one case you should go look up, Peterson versus Peterson. I'll, pro- I'll go email it to you from Westlaw. Uh, Peterson versus Peterson out of Idaho. The judge was getting ready to retire, so he didn't really care. But he talked about codes are not laws. Uh, codes are just evidence of a law. And he said That's this right. right in his ruling. He said, because the International Code Commission does not have legislative authority. I Listen, I got a book here where this, they tell you straight up that codes are not laws in it, too. They tell you straight up. They say, they say well, actually, they say statutes are not laws. These statutes That's are not laws. It's not law. It's not law. Yeah. I got to get it. I'm gonna bring it. I'll bring it to everybody's attention, but uh, it's an old book. It was written around the 1930s, 1940s, and uh, I tell you, there statutes are not laws. The supreme law, the, the law is the Constitution. Then from there, we got to get into jurisdiction. All right. So then, once yep. you get into jurisdiction, now we talk about people who regulate their particular jurisdiction, and then they create these things that they call laws. They kind of regulate their particular jurisdiction, but they're not the law. They're they're the evidence of the law in that they receive some sort of delegation of authority to regulate a particular activity within their sphere of influence. And but they're given the the impression that this is some sort of all encompassing law when it's not. It's not. No, it's not. The laws is well, what hey, was signed by the governor or the president and has been put into the record. They take those and then they reduce them down to some code or statute and tell you that's the law. The law is the laws of God. Laws, real that laws. That is the ultimate you, law. Those are laws you. If you follow those laws, the law laws don't have any really significance. But hey. Let me let me go to the next call. I got some people in, in, in the queue. I appreciate you calling in. Until next time, I got your number. I'll give you a call, okay? Okay. Okay. Let's see where I'm going to go next. Um... Five six seven seven six four six. You're on the line. Peace, peace, peace. I had an interesting. Uh, first, I'm gonna make a comment that you're 100 percent correct. It all goes back to the uh, the Bible, and not only do these people call you Guyam, but they're really out to to prove that they are God chosen ones, and you are heathens. It really goes back right. that far, period. And they're always trying to undermine you and get you to admit to being a heathen, even though you don't know it. 
and it's really sinister, and these people are everywhere, including your state license branches. Those private yep. branches are also owned. I had a situation in Indiana where I remember you saying years ago that they will lift your signature if you're not careful. I've had yep. that happen when, when, when signing with the UCC uh, Reservation of Rights. I literally had them lift the signature off of uh, one area that I signed that you really couldn't make out what I said. Um, yep. They took that and lifted it, and now I have to go back. This happened just about two months ago. Now I have to go back to a different branch because you really have to find which branch is going to work with you uh, because a lot of them won't. The managers will come out, and they'll tell you you can't sign like that, and some of them won't even take your signature. And I, I've already filed one complaint with the, uh, with the, um, with the district attorney about this particular license branch, but once again, it goes back to what you said too. And my last, my last uh, rodeo with them, I asked. Funny you mentioned about nationality. I asked the branch manager what her nationality was, and she got offended. Right. And then by the end of the whole conversation, the young lady that helped me was a Caucasian lady. She told me she was Jewish. I was just like, listen to you say that. I'm listening to you say that, and it just made me think about what I just went through. It's like I tell you. They, they, it, those numbers are staggering that you pointed out about Listen, the uh, – They're <laughs> in all the positions of power. They're in all the positions. And now they, they masquerade as white people. But when, if you know anything about Jews, Jews don't consider themselves white people. As a matter of fact, white people no, are their enemy. Not at all. Not at all. That's right. They're not white. Right. All right. So they're, they're in all the positions of power, okay? And, you know, it's what I'm saying. Even, you know, like, we pay attention to it on the big levels. But, like, for instance, you down there in the driver's license bureau, until you start asking and you start seeing, that's when you're going to start paying attention. People got to start looking into the background of the nationality of these people, I'm telling you. And you're going to see how pervasive it is. Just you doing that. That's going, to be, that's going to open a door for you to see the agenda. Because you've got to study these, these people. They will, they will act like they're so innocuous and, oh, we're not doing anything or anything like that. But at the end of the day, you're going to find out that they think they're superior to you. And it's just like he said, that you are some sort of beast that they have a right to dominate over. You're going to see it. You ain't paying no attention because you just think, like, my friend, I can't talk to my friend for nothing. You know, Jewish, Jewish people, they, they're all white people to me. I said, look, man, I said, it's very important that you make the distinction, all right, so you can understand. I mean, they're all white. They're all white people, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I can see what you're doing. But I'm like, nah, man, it's like you got to really look and understand who you are, who it is. That is, and, 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 and you can get, you can, I, I, all my listening audience, just do it. You can come to a conclusion about what I'm saying later, but start doing that. Start paying attention to the nationality of the people who are in positions of power when you go somewhere. And I even pay attention in my grocery store, okay? This food, okay, they, you don't see no Jews in your grocery store. But all of a sudden, I live in an all-black neighborhood. And these weird-looking people now, 
They managers over at the grocery store. Why you ain't no black people over here and everything? They over watching stuff going on and everything. You ain't paying attention to this. But they taking information, um, monitoring you, and doing up something on all levels. But you all ain't levels. paying no attention. All levels. You you just not paying no it's attention so to subtle. it. It's going on around you all the time, but because you lack knowledge, and in my opinion, that just growing up and seeing it, you need to gain historical knowledge. You have to be a historian. You have to be a historian. And if you don't read, you will not, not know how to you. You are right. You've got to be a historian. You've got to study history. History is so important, and the real history, because they control that. They're going to they control the narrative of that. They're going to keep perpetuating. You'll start to see, like I was watching some movie where, you know, they just do the German so bad in these movies because they make them look like, but then we start paying attention to the uh, actors in the movie they choose. And so, you know, they like, you know, and, and, and we've been, put this in our mind for so long that the Germans are evil, the Germans, the, the Axis power, uh, Adolf Hitler, um, and, you know, he was some sort of demon or something like that. When, when you really go study the history, you're not going to get that impression when you really go and research it on your own. You, the man tried to avoid war at all costs. He wrote, I don't know how many letters to the United States that he didn't want to go to war. I was just you know, about to say that. He gave everybody notice. And they kept pushing. They kept, they kept on trying to take over. They pushed him into the war. They pushed him into the right. war. And and and, oh, and he put out he put out the Jews out of Germany because of the great backstab. Okay, these people betrayed his people. So he said, "Well, look, you know, for Palestine, this is how you think they got Palestine after World War One." So he said, "Okay, well, y'all want to stab us in the back." Okay, well, you go to go to go to. He didn't put nobody in no ovens or nothing. You start shipping. He gave them their money. He gave them their possessions. He liquidated all their assets and then shipped their ass back. I was about to say that. I said the whole oven. I was about to tell you the whole oven thing was a hoax. Something created by them, propaganda. Because that's not what he propaganda. did. Propaganda. Right. If you don't study history, especially being. Um, I'll just say I'm knocking on the door 50, right? And I can say that it's a it's a difficult road ahead because you've been taught not to read. You've been taught to be complacent. But unless you've gone through something and you and you realize there's something very wrong, like in the Matrix, you know there's something wrong, you just don't know what it is. But you're going to have to start picking up books and reading them. you got to have to read the UCC. You have to start reading history. Um, I'm a very big fan of Sheik Antidia, which I know you know who that is. You you have to understand yeah. which iteration of man that we're in. We've been here six times before us, you know. So with all that being said, you got to break the routine that you've been taught, which is to be lazy and complacent, and claim what God left for you. Because if you don't, they're going to assign you something because you're being lazy. And they're going to manipulate your whole life and all your energy because of it. And until you and actually know what you know, you have to read for yourself. A man must know a man must be what he knows. If he is not what he knows, he only assumes that all his information is correct. And we all know what assumptions do to everybody. You have to start 
freedom is for yourself. That's the only way you're going to get freedom. You got to claim your own freedom. Respect your mother and your father if you know what that means. You got to claim what God left here for you because man will take it away from you. That's your birthright. And you got to and you got to know uh, you almost got to know who the enemy is. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that um, a lot of um, you know I hate with, to with say it, it but a lot of times the enemy is, is yourself. <laughs> it is yourself. You. Nobody. <laughs> but but then you have another adversary, which is yeah, you got to know who your adversary is for sure. Yeah, because you're being perceived as and it, and it and listen, and I kind of stumbled upon this years ago and if y'all listen to my story is when I went in that courtroom and um I was studying all this in jail and I said man they think we some kind of heathen or something you know I was reading the Old Testament um, because that's Absolutely. what the Jews saw the Old Testament in the Talmud and I'm reading all this stuff you know and um and I came to this conclusion and then I studied the difference between St. Paul and Jesus that's another thing that Christians don't seem to understand as well the difference between the Gospels and the 13 epistles of the Apostle Paul, which um, most of the Christians out there primarily follow. They use Jesus' name, but they really follow the doctrine of Paul because Paul was sent to the Gentiles. So because our people don't know who they are, they label themselves as Gentiles, Okay, so they adhere to this doctrine because Jesus told uh, his disciples in uh, Matthew 10, verse 5, don't go to the Gentiles. So then, so that's why you got to know these dynamics, because to understand why there is a doctrine of grace being kicked to the Gentiles, because they're not God's chosen people. What they perceive themselves to not be God's chosen people when the Messiah who they claim to follow has told them numerous times, like in St. John chapter 8, this is why they don't want him reading the Gospels, where he is discussing something with the Pharisees and Sadducees saying that y'all are not descendants of Abraham. If you were of Abraham, you would do the works of Abraham. Well, we'd be not descendants of Abraham of no man. We'd be from God. Well, if you were of God, you would know me because I come from God. He said, okay, well, let me tell you who you are. You have your father, the devil. And then this was written in 40, what is it, 40, uh, uh, 49, book of Matthew was written around in 49. And then you get to the book of Revelations was written around 96. Okay. And he makes the same declaration again. I know the blasphemy of those who call themselves Jews who are not they're the synagogues of Satan. Okay. That are not these are Revelations 2, 9. So when you start understanding the timeline of scriptures, Understanding what's allocated to who, okay, you'll begin to understand what doctrine you choose to follow. Most of the Christians who follow a grace doctrine are, are, and saying that they are not under the law are, are, are adherents to the Apostle Paul. Uh, he called himself Apostle. He's not of the original 12. He claims they read them. They're on the roadside. So you got this doctrine of grace, and then you got this doctrine of the law, like Jesus said in Matthew five seventeen. But this is because our people don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. So when you don't know who you are, you will allocate yourself or categorize yourself in anything like, okay, we Gentiles. Uh, you just heap yourself with the Gentiles and everything. But when you go start studying the genealogy, the true genealogy, all right, 
you begin to understand who you are. You know, that, that's, that's what that is to me. It's just an admittance of, when you call yourself a Gentile, let's just say you really don't know who you are. Like, I read all my history. I don't know who I am. I don't know my bloodline or anything. So I'm just, you know, I'm just like a Gentile or whatever. And it's like, y'all not Gentiles. Y'all not lawless individuals. You know, that's law. When you say you're not under the law, you're saying you're lawless. You're saying you're lawless. That's right. And everything, right. everything follows the law. And that's why people think they can do any and everything. But let me tell you something. When you don't follow the law, there's a cause and effect is one of the laws of nature. There is a uh, there is a consequence for every action that you take, a predetermined consequence for every action that you take. And to and to take action and without foreknowledge of the consequences of your action is to act in ignorance. All right, and ignorance of the law is no excuse. So it's like for someone to say that they're not under the law is like is like to me is the ultimate stupidity because there is no such thing as not being under the law. The law is not a respect of a person. It has equal it devolves on every human being and everything in creation equally. It's crazy. Absolutely. I can't understand. Absolutely. I I can't understand. It. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I don't mean to dominate, okay. dominate my. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I got a, a couple questions, and I'm going to let somebody else jump on. The, all right, go um, ahead. Okay. For all of us that have CDLs, right, the reason that I went to get the license is, um, is, is because uh, certain states have your, 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 your CDL merged with your um, operator's license, or what do you want to say? So you you if you have a commercial license you have um, you have to you know your CDL you have to go to the license branch even though you know you you go to sign the correct way they're they're going to put up resistance so I just want to share this little bit of information with people if you run into a brick wall and you have a commercial driver's license you may find yourself bouncing around from license branch to license branch and then also some of these branches have a central um, DMV. Where they, no matter where you go within the state, some of them now are starting to send all the applications to the same central Department of Motor Vehicles. And you, you almost have to, when you, when you do this application for your, for your commercial license, you almost have to send in a letter citing the UCC and then citing case law for, for people to see the, the, the damages of what happens when somebody violates in that way. Because it's like these people do not want to let go of their slaves, no matter what. So you know the law, you quote the law, you show them the law. Doesn't matter. You showing them is like, so what? And you're not going to follow through and do nothing about it. I went for months. I'm talking about months. Every time I had a license expired, they had to send me a paper license. They were never sending me a regular one. A regular one. I bounced around to six different license branches before I had one that sent me a regular license, and then they lifted my signature. Off off of the donor line, where you donate, like if you want to be a donor, they lifted right. my signature off that because that was the only one that I signed that you really couldn't make out when I said without prejudice. You really couldn't make it out. But they lifted that and put that on the license line. Well, you got to understand, we live in an adversarial society. I had a guy tell me, 
And when I showed him the law, he said, the ball is in your court. Okay? So basically, you know, he's like, okay, you're right. Now what you're going to do about it? And that's what the enforcement provisions and everything, they don't have to voluntarily comply with you just because you happen to know the law. And that's what a lot of people get confused with. That's why I always say that this is not for everybody. This is not for the person that writes a letter somewhere. Yusuf, they ignored everything that I said. I'm like, look, man, you need to go back over there to the with the other sheep. All right? This is not – becoming a sovereign is not for sheep. Becoming a sovereign is for wolves. That's right. It's That's for right. wolves. You fight for it. One more thing, Yusuf. Right. <laughs> it's not for these, sheep. These, women, these, these, these are women that are um, newborn children. When um, I come across some and, 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 and I talk to them to see where their head's at, and it's like uh, actually the conscious community is growing. As, at least they're ear to hear. They're waking up. They don't necessarily know how to go about to do things, but they are listening. But for those that are getting these social security numbers and whatnot and these birth certificates and whatnot, uh, when they have a newborn, what would you recommend they do? Because I would like to make them more aware of I'm going to tell you the truth, man. I, I, just de- I just dealt with that, and I'm going to tell you the truth. I think that we need to stop going in these hospitals. That's number right. one. We, we, need, we need to get you these. Have, uh, have we need to have, yeah, there needs to be a proliferation. What do they call the uh, women who uh, who give the birth at home? There needs to be a proliferation of that. I'm telling you right now, and people need to start uh, keeping their own birth records like we did back in the day in the Bible, or you have somebody there as a witness. Hell, we live in a different time now. You can down videotape the whole birth. You can videotape right. it and put it, you know what I'm saying? Put it on YouTube if you want right. a birth record or, or something like that. I mean, it's a, it's a thousand ways you can evidence when a birth. We live the technology that we live in today because you go in these damn hospitals. Man, let me tell you, man, when I be in a hospital, man, I, I got the feeling that I'm almost like in some sort of prison. The way them people be acting when you don't do what they want you to do. But anyway, they will tell you that it's voluntary. I had to go with these people. I had to go with these people, man. I was like, look, I said, you know, they started asking me, am I a doctor? Then they want to give the like the vitamin K shot and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, uh, you know, no. Well, you know, a brain might, you know, uh, I said, nah, I don't need, nah, I don't, <laughs> no. I said, I just look what you just did. And you want me to do something else with you people? You've already demonstrated that y'all incompetent. They <clears throat> say, well, we just want to make sure that you are properly uh, informed. I said, I, yeah, I was properly informed when I came in here. But I said, well, are you a doctor? I said, no. Are you? No. I said, can we get a doctor? <laughs> they never in here? sent a doctor. I said, can never <laughs> send a doctor. I said, let they me never get a doctor <laughs> in here right now. Why are you in here explaining this to me? I wasn't playing with I would take photographs. They were scared. To, you know, they were scared to death. I came in there like, look, I'm taking everybody's name. I said, somebody, who is the party that is liable? Have them come forth and sign something saying that they will take full 
accountability and liability if this is everything that you say it is. And even in their documentation, they don't fully admit that. I'm watching this stuff. I, I research this stuff intensely. I'm listening to, and I only research doctors and nurses talk about it. Doctors and nurse, the ones that have left the fold, that flipped on their ass. Right. But to me, it should be common sense because I'm a student of esoteric sciences. Anytime that you think something, a pharmaceutical can trump nature, that is the definition of insanity. That's why they ain't cured nothing. They ain't cured the common cold. They ain't cured cancer. They ain't cured diabetes. They ain't cured stroke. They ain't cured Alzheimer's disease. They ain't cured a motherfucking thing. They'll bring up that smallpox shit. All right? But then I have to question that. They, they ain't cured nothing else. Okay? So if you haven't cured nothing, what the fuck do you know? That's right. You know nothing. Yo, no, you practicing. And that's what they call themselves, practitioners. But, you know, I was asking this doctor one time, I said, what caused this ailment? He said, I don't know. And then I said, could it have possibly been something I ate? And he said, nah, it wasn't that. Motherfucker, didn't you just say you didn't know what caused it? Yeah, you didn't know. You gotta listen to these people. You you giving you giving doctors and attorneys too much, too much. They, this is a facade. They living under the guy. They living under some sort of pretend, uh, you know, expertise or something like that. They know a few things. You know, of course, the doctor's good for some sort of trauma or something like that. I'm not gonna say they're completely useless. But let y'all look at the facts for yourself. Ain't nothing out there trumping titty milk. Ain't nothing trumping titty milk, okay? Ain't nothing trumping titty milk, all right? So they can say whatever they want to say, all right? Titty milk, titty milk, titty milk, all right? Roll with that. You'll be fine. And as far as that, that's the only uh, uh, type of, um, you know, I just think that I'm telling you, man, I, I, I say, man, you know what? You know, I just didn't feel comfortable even coming in this motherfucker. I don't like, you know, then they get you to sign some sort of documentation saying that you refused, um, you know, uh, getting your child inoculated and all this kind of stuff. It's like they building up some kind of case against you or something like that. And they requiring your signature on stuff. And my first thing is don't be signing the motherfucking thing. You ain't got to sign a goddamn thing. Don't sign shit with these motherfuckers. Why the fuck you need me to Not sign something? Shit. Yo, my, you know, especially if your child already been born. My, my, motherfucker, my child's here now. What the fuck? You gonna, what, you're not going to give me my child? Right, right. right. I do, do not with, and then, by the way, Yusuf, I found the Dorothy Gale uh, video. Which one? I found five. I think I found one through six. Because that one, one, no, one I'm looking for is the IRS one. I, you can find them. I got them. I got Dorothy Gale videos on my on my on my. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, the, I, I think I have the IRS one. 
I, I ain't found that IRS. IRS. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. The IRS. I, all them that was she in court. The IRS one yeah. is um when okay they outside right in front of her house. It's the IRS agent is black. It's a black man, and he coming up. He's coming up questioning her about the 1099 OID. He rolled up on her, asking her about that. And he, at first thing he said is, "Is this your signature on this 1099 OID?" And then she responded back saying, is there something wrong with that signature on this 1099 OID? And then he said, yeah. um, what, what, makes you think, what makes you think that you can sign a 1099 OID? And then she asked another question. Am I not the source of the credit that is uh, being put on that 1099 OID? And then last thing he said, will she come down uh, to the office and answer some questions? And she said, yes, I'll come down if you agree to sign a contract for me to pay me $10,000 a minute to come down there and sit with y'all and just talk. That's, I'll go through my archives. I believe I have that video. If I do, I'm a member of STC. I will, uh, I will send it to you. But have you also seen the one with the guy and the little girl, and they're talking about title? Equitable legal title, and they yeah, use the I, I think I, I think I've seen that one too. What equitable and legal title is, but I don't know. It might be a different one. So you put the link, put the link in the chat. Okay, okay, I will. I'm gonna get off of here and let somebody else talk to you. But I should be wrapping up my uh, my process late tonight, late okay. tonight, and uh, then going over everything. So I'll be communicating with you here in the near future before I send everything off in about a week or two. I'm going to go, every, go through everything with a fine tooth comb. All right. Okay, bro. Okay. Peace. All right, peace. All right, peace, peace. All right, I want to thank Q-Ball X26. He's right. It's called a doula. I know all the women out there, y'all just crawling. Y'all are like, nigga, it's a doula. Say doula. It's a doula. A doula is a trained, non-medical companion who supports another individual through a Significant health-related experience such as childbirth, miscarriage, induced abortion or stillbirth, or non-reproductive experiences such as dying. A doula may also provide support to the partner, family, and friends. That's coming off Wikipedia. I thank you about that. It's called a doula. Call a doula, y'all, okay? Let me go. Let me, let me get 818. I think it's Hawaii. 818 area code 6853. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. First of all, Brother Yusuf, I just got to commend you, man, for doing what you do because, like you, I'm a brother that's been incarcerated many times, and we lack so many people that got knowledge about this so-called fake-ass judicial system. So, first, I just want to commend <laughs> you on that, man. So, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I got at you a few times, and I know you're busy, man, like, like all of us. I sent you a few emails. Do you know who Brother Dr. Phil Valentine is? Yeah, Dr. Phil Valentine. I did interviewed him three times on my show. Beautiful. I got like I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah, I got I'm three. Show, I got three shows with him. Beautiful. I'm Ron Valentine, and you know we, I teach metaphysics along with uh with 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 uh Brother Phil. I say that to say he definitely didn't want to reach out to you because. We at a place now where, like the last brother was saying, motherfuckers is waking up, man, period. And at the end of the yep. day, 
You're either going to live a truth or you're going to be a, a goddamn slave. So now the youngsters, of course, they don't give a fuck about what this white man say. And, and, and for, for who, the baby ears the top that listening with the white and black thing, understand this. We got a reason for every motherfucking thing we say about a white man or the white mom. So this is not a racism, a racism thing. This is a truthful thing. So I want y'all to understand that. And I love that you love to put a truth out there in front of the bullshit. And that's why I'm commending you. Secondly, we, <laughs> on this driver license thing, and the, uh, the brother was talking about getting, you know, this uh, driver license issue take care of. Well, I shot a letter to, you know who Steve Gordon is? Uh, sounds familiar. You might got me on that one. I'm not sure. All good. Go, go All ahead. good. Steve, Steve Gordon is the director of DMV. So I'm telling everybody to get it. Steve Gordon, the director of DMV. I have all the information. Shout it out. Okay. I'm I'm waiting for them to get back to me. And it's a hell of an affidavit and breaks all the goddamn code statutes, all the bylaws, all the bullshit that they want you to put, you know, to to propagate. And well, we put it there. So my point is I'm waiting for them to get back to us, but this is how they fucking us up, man. It's it's through the driving. It's through the so-called traveling. So, I don't know another way to stop these little devils from even they, they know goddamn well you don't need no driver's license if you're not driving for, for commercial gain. But at the end of the day, they're doing what the fuck they want to do. So I'm asking you for the, for the other listeners who don't, who don't know this. How do you go about uh, how do you go about further stopping the bullshit, even though you know you didn't register your car? You sent in all the information, letting them know I don't want none of that motherfucking contract shit you want. You're trying to put me under, and you did it, you know, so-called lawfully. What would be the next step for somebody as far as being able to travel in a car and not get fucked with? Okay, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't really my, take... my, my fault. You said one more time. Outside of okay. not the same passport because it, just like myself, brother, I went to that same. Route got one, been right, it, right. and I'm telling you, I didn't been in the car out there. In, oh, I'm from the back, out there in Oakland, smashing 150 miles an hour, fucking with him. Now I, I wanted to put this shit to the test. I didn't been filed my UCC, all that. So I get pulled over, police state, and I call them the police because they hoes, they get pimped. The police pull me over. I give them just that. Well, I get a goddamn fix-it ticket for no license plate. I have a Jag with. Now I don't put no goddamn license plate on none of that shit. So point I'm telling you is. I give him that. They he gave me a ten dollar, uh, a ten dollar. What, what was it? A fix-it ticket. Yep, ten dollar fix-it ticket for uh, no front license plate. Of course, I know how to deal with those, so I just shot that ticket, you know, to the to the left. It works. I'm telling everybody out there, it works. So anyway, outside of that, brother, what what, what would you have to say about something like that? I mean, my, okay, my li, 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 here's the thing. Let me let me say about this right to drive thing. Okay, because I, I'm on secure party. And let me tell you the position coming from a secure party, first of all. The position coming from a secure party is that you shouldn't even be cared about having a driver's license or none of that shit because it's all commercial because everything is a debt collection. Okay, you got to understand what the statutes represent, first of all. All the statutes represent um, their cross-index with amounts, and this is all admiralty. Okay, so it's a when you see what the real nature of what they're doing is, how it's all admiralty because the United States is in uh, receivership due to the bankruptcy 
then you'll understand it. So you're supposed to be able to discharge any debt. Now, I'm just telling you how it's supposed to go. Okay, I'm just saying yeah, how it's supposed, supposed to go. All right, how it's supposed to go is it doesn't matter if you have a driver's license and license plates and all that. That was the whole purpose of the affidavit of sovereignty. Uh, the affidavit of sovereignty basically um, addresses all the presumptions because all it is is an operational presumption because you have a driver's license that you have a certain status. It's a presumption that you have a, 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 um, a uh, license plate, you have a certain status because none of those things are in your name. They're in the name of the straw man. Okay, they're not in your name. They're not all caps name. And you are giving them some sort of notice that basically severs this nexus that exists between you and this artificially created entity. This is how it's supposed to go once again, once you understand, because you are private. You're a private person. So the first thing in all your notices that that is going to anyone who is in the public is that you understand uh, the distinction between your straw man or this all-caps artificial entity and yourself, one being a public debtor and one being a private creditor. Because all substance, uh, every anything of value, anything of substance, I, especially if it's tied to labor, comes from the private side. Everything in the public is a phantasmagoria, it comes out of the belfry of somebody's mind if you stop and think about it for a second. All this shit is like some shit that's made up in people's mind. I, I, as a matter of fact, I was in an attorney's office, and he told me that. He said, all this shit is made up. They made it all up. He said, they made it all up. It's all made up. It's all made up. You know, you think about it. All of it is, we're talking about legal fiction. This is some shit. It's, this is some aspect of somebody's thinking. Even state lines, state lines and legislatures and the United States and state of Texas and state of Georgia and all, this is all shit that's made up. It's all distant. This is, it's a dank. You can't touch none of that. That's why when we go into court and we say, who has a claim against me? And if they, and if they are stupid enough to say the state of Georgia, you could just simply say, I call the state of Georgia to the witness stand because under the authority of the Sixth Amendment for the Constitution for the United States of America, I have a right to face my accuser. And if the state of Georgia, you see what I'm saying? So the state of Georgia don't exist. They don't exist. See, this is the cold part, brother Yusuf, is that we know, you know, those of us that do know, and and, and just so you understand, like the brother said, he's a same way. Point is, it don't matter. It don't come down to how old you are. It come down to your degree of understanding, understanding, and overstanding. So you can be a youngster and be highly intellectual if you were taught the truth. Although you could be a 90-year-old motherfucking idiot if you're racist. So we, it come down to your degree of understanding. So I'm saying for those who don't know this, this so-called procedure, when they do enforce their will, and they will enforce their will, this is what they do. Through the, of course, the coercion, the, the so-called fear, all that. And you know our people, man, we don't know a motherfucking thing, and that white man scared the fucking pajibis out of every nigga I know. I'm telling you, they act like they hard, but they not. They fearful because they don't know who and what the fuck they are. So for those who don't know that, when these type of things happen to them, 
and they get them cuffs put on their wrist, they don't know the next step, bro. And that's the whole Once they fall or they hear a Yousef or they hear a Rondo or they hear, a, you know, whoever's, whoever's talking, they don't understand the next step to do. And that's the part that's called, it's very difficult to get anybody to see something that if somebody's telling you, man, this shit work, this shit work, but they keep putting a, a whip to your back, you're like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This whip hurts. And, and that's the part where we got to figure out how to stop or, or what the next step is after they have well exceeded their so-called uh, jurisdiction and their so-called power. So what would be the next step to enforce any of this? How do you inf- Oh, example, my fault. Example. Me, even me, I went to go serve or record paperwork at the city county clerk's office. Well, I think all y'all know who have done this. They blocking every motherfucking thing you go to do now, literally. And I'm still trying to impose my will to make them adhere to what they're supposed to do. So I'm, I'm about to go this Sunday, uh, this Tuesday to shoot this little affidavit to uh, or a notice to uh, the city county clerk putting them on notice that they have to do this. But at the end of the day. They, they, they blocked it out of two different uh, county clerk's offices. So they're blocking on every level. So even me, I don't know what the hell. I don't know how to enforce these motherfuckers. I really don't. I ain't never actually done a lean process yet through the UCC. I'm reading on it all that, but I'm still a baby. So I ask in, in, in this long. Yeah, uh, you know, if you want, shot. like, friends, you started talking about putting lean. Actually, I was going to do a video. My next video was on leans where I was going to uh, start showing people the reason I'm hesitant on liens is because when you start teaching people how to do things, that's when people start going to jail. I know. And that's when, that, people, that's and that's when people start That's when people start saying, well, I learned this from you, or I learned this yeah. from that. So yeah. the first thing you want to do as a teacher, okay, is that you want to help people understand what is going You want to wake up as many people as you can so you be big in numbers, okay, because that's going to be your defense. Right. I, and then you want people to understand the fundamentals of what they're doing, how to do an administrative process properly, how to document, because the only reason you go to jail on a lien process is because of improper documentation. It's improper documentation. Meaning, you, the way you could go to you jail. When you say improper documentation, you're talking about the actual way in which they file the thing, correct? Well, not necessarily how they file it, your evidence and everything. You know, like, did, you know, how did you mail something off? Um, how, did, did you wait the 10 days to receive it? Uh, did you have a basis uh, for a cause of action to place a lien on someone, you know, commercially gotcha, and gotcha. things like that? Or you just some sort of, you pissed off with somebody, uh, so you decided to just put a lien on them. You know, if you want to see about a lien process, just watch the IRS, how they get down. They're the best administrative people on planet Earth. All, all day, the thing is, we don't know that encompassing knowledge. That's the thing. So it would be very well, man, for somebody to do a goddamn, a real video on a process to go and get this done, man, because I, I don't see another way to stop these devils from doing what they're doing, man, other than stopping their fucking business. Well, well, yeah, well, I, I was going to say, but let me tell you, I, I like your, your heart, and let me, let me just say this. We talk about our people, okay? This is what you got to understand, first of all, that people don't take action until it affects them. Damn, 100%. All right, all right, so... How, this is how people are. You got to understand the nature of, of, of what we're de- dealing with. So, you know, when you come out, like I say, I, I've been in prison. And then people will start to form an opinion about you, not knowing yep. that they ass is in the scope, too. Like, they going to make up. All like, day. people don't believe it until it yep. happens to them. Then when it happens to them, 
Then they open. They ready to hear every fucking thing yeah, you got all to say. Day. I got somebody I'm helping right now with as a female with a federal case who's been knowing me for 10 years, and I was telling her all this shit 10 years ago, and basically it was just, she was kind of interested in it and everything, but now that she got the situation and she everything I've told her has been true. Every I told her, go and ask for the bid. By all these things I told her, go in court and do, she comes back. And she said, you know what? I'll never doubt you again. I can bring her on the show and let y'all listen to her talk. She said, I will never doubt you again and everything. Everything you said is true. And she said, I see what you're talking about. Only way you're going to know this is true is you got to go through it yourself. Because because right. you understand the, the people you're going up against are highly organized. And your people are not. So now you're asking me a question. You're asking me a question about a people who refuse to follow the law. Okay, so let's just talk about that. You asked me, well, how do I enforce something against a people who won't even follow their own laws that they created? Because they just, you know why? Because the laws are not created for them. The laws are created for the going. You got to understand that the United States is in debt. Who are they in debt to? Jews. So wouldn't you, if if your race of people... If, these, if this country was indebted to your race of people, wouldn't you put them in positions of power? You, you came on the air talking about Steve Gordon. Do you know what nationality he is? Oh, he's a Jew all day long. Okay. I'm reading about him right now in the Jewish Observer. His name is Steve. That's a Jewish name. Yeah, I Steve. know he's a I, I do my due diligence. <laughs> Okay, that's, but see, but do you understand my point? It, every time somebody says something to me, I go look up that person. And almost every time, damn, he's Jewish. Yep. And for the record, brother, you said my first teacher is Minister Farrakhan, so I learned my knowledge of self back when I was 21. I'm more, I'll be 50 next year. So my uh, point yeah, is. Farrakhan was my first teacher, too. I wasn't a part of the Nation of Islam, but he's the person who woke me up, too. I I told that story <laughs> there before. You know, I was a big, big uh, Farrakhan follower way back in 19, uh, I'd say 88. He's the first person I ever uh, uh, heard speak. He came to Dallas, Texas, and spoke at Reunion Arena, and I went to go mm. see him by myself. Sat in the back, up in the in the, in the stands, and and listened to the man speak. And I was uh, right. his first person who impressed me. Um, with his oratory skills, you know, that's what I was yes. so impressed with. Yes. Said, Man, this dude here is smooth. Um, yes. Everybody hates Islam. That's what they, uh, one thing about them, they put out some very good speakers. Very good speakers. Yes, they do. Um, yes, they do. But, uh, once again, I, like, as soon as you said his name, I went and looked him up. Bam. Jew. Okay. So, you begin, I hope people are understanding what I'm saying. All right, so once now when you say how am I going to approach it, okay, so now we're beginning to understand, well, what is the real battlefield? Is the real battlefield really the UCC and not having a driver's license and um, putting commercial liens on people or something like that? Or is it really some sort of spiritual battle that's going on? All right, what is the real battlefield? You know, what are the, what, 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 what is, what's really going on when we see that there's one group of people in control of everything, and they seem to be exacting some sort of um, uh, obedience Honestly. from another yes. group of people. 
you know, and these other group of people seem to be asleep and don't know it. Yep. You know, so now what we're looking at is, okay, well, these people think we some kind of uh, godless individuals. Now, that means we got to get into the laws of God and I, that I've been saying since day one. I, those who serve on the higher rule on the lower, really, all of this stuff is ineffective unless it has some sort of spiritual foundation. You cannot separate, you cannot attribute to the spirit some sort of theory. It's not a theory. It's a fact. All day. It's Universal laws. I, so, yeah, they're immutable. So you, you have to understand that first. And that's what my, my message, anybody listened to me last seven years, I've been consistent with that message since day one. I've been consistent with that message since day one. So, yeah, I know how to put a commercial lien on a person. And some of that stuff will be effective. You know, I'm not saying it's uh, totally ineffective. You will get remedies and things like that. But a lot of it is predicated on the fact that you have convinced yourself of the truth and you move forward unwaveringly. You know, when you move forward unwaveringly, that's when you're effective. But people believe in effective, they waver. And, and I'll add to that, Brother Yusef, and when he said, and for those who are listening, who, when he's saying this, being effective, that's being, that's taking the mind frame, the conscious mind frame, and applying it, meaning that you're putting it to, to use to, as your creator intended, to manifest something. You got to stand firm on your understanding. I don't, see, the, the creator never put a belief system in your motherfucking head. The creator put a brain to problem solve, critical think, quantify, and deduce. Anything, I understand when people say belief, I know what the fuck they mean. My job is to, to get them out of a belief into a no. So no. when you know a thing, man, huh? One more time. Faith. Faith is a form of knowing. There you go. Okay. I, yeah, I'm talking about the belief thing, meaning the words that they gave us. They gave yep. us so many guys. No, I, I, I know what you're saying. Words. You try to put them in the yeah. knowing. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm just adding on to that. Knowing. That's, that's right. And and that's the, the train of thought I come from. I, before and I know people got stuff to say, man. I just want to I just want to touch on this, like because I know you will speak on it, and I definitely want you to do videos on the lean process, the whole nine. I want to give this address out there to those who want to go at the Steve. Yeah, go ahead, man. Give out should. your information. Give out your information to people contact yes, whatever you got. The director, Steve Gordon, S T E V E, Gordon, G O R D O N. You want to email, uh, excuse me, you want to send your notice to 2415 First Ave, Sacramento, California, 95818. Director Steve Gordon of the DMV. That's how you get at him. So I'm, I've been at his throat now, and we're going to see how it works. The, um, the last thing, the last point I want to make, Brother Phil wants to get at you. We want to put, uh, we, want to, we want to get a, mm, how do I put this, a, a uniform way by which the babies, can start getting these things implemented. And because me and Brother Phil have a, such a vast uh, following, meaning people who give a fuck about what we have to say, not because we're better than nobody, it's because we're learning certain aspects of life, no more, no less. So this is something I wanted to get at. I got at you a few months ago, and I know you're busy, but I shot you by three or four emails. I know you're like, who the fuck is this dude? Well, if you've seen something from Rondo, that is my artist name. I'm a conscious rap artist, been that way since 1990. Ron Valentine is my name. So is there a way I can get an email or, or get at you on a private? Are you Bill's son or something? Nephew. Are you nephew? Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, Phil, me and Phil 
already talked on the phone plenty of times. I might have his. Uh, I'm sure he don't have my number in his phone. He, he no, that, that's what I'm telling you, bro. No, bro, he don't. Oh, okay. he don't got it because he was like, he was like, get it, brother Yusuf. I said, man, I shot at Yusuf. You ain't got back to me yet, and I don't take this no negative. I know motherfuckers got things to do, man. I know you don't know who the fuck I am, but hopefully now you will. I, I tell you what. I, I tell you what. Yeah. Um, let me get uh let me I got your number right here. Let me let me write it down and I'll give you a call, man. Y'all got man, all these people I got called after all, I get off the air. But I'm gonna I'm definitely give you a call, man. Yeah, but me and me and uh brother Phil and talked on the phone before and did he done been on my show um three times. No, he no, he told me that's what I'm trying to tell you, brother. He told me this. What I'm yeah. saying is he, I have a different I'm a little powerhouse of I'm a, I'm a him on steroids, uh, another way of saying it. And I have my ideology, what I'm pushing. He said, no, we're going right. to get Brother Yusuf. I said, bro, I got at him. I don't got a way to get at him like that. He said, okay. So this why I even got on the phone. And I said, I'm going to get him one day. And he actually got on me today. So that's beautiful. I appreciate your time and effort. Brother, stand firm and keep teaching these youngsters, man, because we need it. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. No Thank doubt. you for calling in, and I will I will definitely be in touch after the show concludes. I appreciate it. I, Peace. I hope so. I'm going to be waiting for that text, brother. You said thank you, brother. <laughs> All right. I'm a, well, matter of fact, I'm texting you right now. I'll be texting you right now. Yeah, let me uh, let me uh, let me do it right now so you can uh, so you can uh, see it right now. I'll do it right now. Yeah, I fuck with you, man, because there ain't too many people that walk this, this walk like I have, and I know you have. I've been behind them bars, and I know what the shit look like. Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, and you know, that's what I love because people who uh, people who've been through it and everything, they they is they that, listen to me. They say, yeah, that brother, yeah, that brother been brother there before. Yeah, yeah, I got is Cali number. Me? Yeah, yeah, I got Cali number. It's Cali. I know. I'm saying. Oh, God, I see a four four two four. That's what I'm asking. No, yeah. I see a seven. Hold on yeah, one second, that's me with the seven. Yeah. <laughs> the, the se- I got it. The seven one four. Yeah, that's it. Got it. Okay, I'm gonna lock in, brother. Thank you, man. All right, bro. All right, um, yeah, y'all see, y'all see what I was talking about, about the Gordon thing. I'm trying to tell y'all, trying to tell you. All right, let me get back on the phone line. It's seven three one. Yeah, all of them Every last one of them. Seven three one. Now that ride and all that kind of stuff. Oh, then pick the one you want. <laughs> They having a conversation. I get back with him and everything. Uh, let me get back with uh, 336 7658. Yo, what up, G? Hey, what's happening, bro? What's going on? Chilling, Yusef. Yo, um, yeah, i just been listening to this show, man. Uh, it's, it's crazy, too, bro, because right when I uh, got up, I started um, studies. You know, um, I've been um, kind of following with the Jewish um, studies, you know, with the moon phases, the Old Testament, and, you know, really we are the Hebrews, you know what I'm saying, or, the, you know, God right. chosen people. So they kind of, you know, they kind of backbone off of us, but they do follow an order of natural law, you know what I'm saying? Um, they do. You know, they do. Yeah, so it's, yeah, so it's crazy, you know what I'm saying, they you know, I was actually listening to that, and I seen the email. Like, oh, bro, live, let me check them out. And that just happened to be what you want. So with that being mentioned, uh, like that whole natural law thing, that's what really matters. You're standing in that, and that, that saying that you just put out, those who serve on the higher rule on the lower, I like that, bro. I just wrote that down because that's a fact. Um, 
you know, uh, it's been times where I done been in, in legal situations, bro, and my spirituality got me out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and yep. The, right. uh-huh. yep. <laughs> and, yeah. And the things and the thing about the spirituality is that, like you said, that's the law. You got the divine law, you know, the natural laws, but they just write the principles of those down for, like you said, Gentiles or Goyim to follow. And nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's kind of like people are being held at a point of accountability, you know, because you yeah. got Bibles or, you know, you got Bibles given out everywhere or you got signs given out everywhere for people to follow. You know what I'm saying? They even put stuff out, you know, but it's people have gone away from spirituality and feel that central doctrine of, well, God will forgive me, whoever forgive me, you know, I'll be taken care of, you know, I, I just, I'll be fine. I'll be lawless. You know what I'm saying? I won't have any order. And so now it's like, well, you know better, you know what I'm saying? Because you want order and everything else. So now if you're easily tempted and moved, it's because you didn't discipline yourself. You know what I'm saying? So if you tempted by these music videos or by, you know, your anger and, you know, or your, or just your lower self. And if you can't think intellectually, you know what I'm saying? And see how to order yourself in some type of law, you know what I mean? In higher law at that, you know what I'm saying? Then you will be held accountable for not doing that. That's just what Tom did. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah, what absolutely both correct. Of and, and what what did Teddy Roosevelt say? Let's read Teddy uh, Teddy Roosevelt's uh, words at his Jamestown Exposition, which was on April 26, 1907. And he said, it behooves us to remember that men can never escape being governed. Either they must govern themselves or they must submit to being governed by others. Okay, now you got a choice. The first choice is to govern yourself, which is self-mastery. If you are unable to do that, then you must submit to being governed by others. If from lawlessness or fickleness, from folly or self-indulgence, they refuse to govern themselves, the most, now look at what the first thing he said, from lawlessness or fickleness, from folly or self-indulgence, they refuse to folly, govern themselves. Then, then most assuredly in the end, then most assuredly in the end, they will have to be governed from the outside. In other words, you can't govern yourself from the inside. You're going to have to be governed from the outside. You say they can prevent the need of government from without only by showing that they possess the power of government from within. A sovereign, he called you a sovereign, a sovereign cannot make excuses for his failure that it nears in him. And where, as it is true in our republic, the people are sovereign, then the people must show a sober understanding and a sane and steadfast purpose if they are to persevere, that uh, preserve that orderly liberty upon which as a foundation every republic must rest. Right, so the, the, the republic rests on a sober understanding of what it means to be sovereign or self-governing. And that will only come through law, natural law, knowledge mm-hmm. of the natural laws, knowledge of Who the natural that, bro? laws. Said Teddy Roosevelt. Yes, Teddy Roosevelt. That's in his Jamestown Exposition, April 26, 1907. 
Uh, y'all can put mm-hmm. that in Google and it'll pop up. You know, I got it in my Facebook, uh, my Facebook uh, page, my Facebook groups page. You know, my Facebook group is SPC. Uh, what is it? Secure Party Creditors uh, HFC. I'm HFR. Secure Party Creditors HFR. All right. So, so you find that in Google Groups. Secure Party Creditors dash HFR. And I got it posted in there. But that right there, now you got to understand that Teddy Roosevelt was a Mason. Okay? Mm-hmm. And as a Mason, okay, they study the laws of nature, uh, you know, which is evident. Yeah. Y'all, y'all see that stallion. Is published by the Masonic Group out of uh, Chicago, Illinois. Also, the Rosicrucians, they all follow these principles. All right? They all follow these fundamental principles of the laws of nature. And you also got to get an understanding that the divine laws um, are included in all of the religious texts. So when you're reading something like the Bible, okay, they have them in there, too. You just got to know what you're looking at. You know, like when they talk about wisdom. In the Bible, uh, they don't use the word Mother Nature. They use the word wisdom. And she's mm-hmm. referred to as a she. Right. She's, right. She's ordered every, she ordered everything. So you got to understand mm-hmm. that in antiquity, everybody didn't use the same phrases or references for things that you choose to use today. You got to understand that point too. That they give different, they attribute different um, names to the same thing, even though you will see that in all of them, they all give them the same qualities. The names be, may be different, but they all possess, and, we, and no matter what religion we're talking about, all the qualities are the same. Mm-hmm. So understand right. yeah. that fact that when mm-hmm. everything comes from source, that when you see differences, in these religions, that's because man has 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 become involved in it in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and it right. tainted, exactly. has tainted it in some kind of way. Uh-huh. So I understand that that well, we're talking I mean, about after all. Go ahead. Yeah, well, uh, as far as that, um, yeah, I guess you know uh, you, you could say tainted, but the way I choose to look at it now, or just recently, I was even kicking it to. A lady friend this way when somebody has set some type of religion that somebody's followed you know what i'm saying like uh i think she was talking about um islam you know how it was hard for her to follow islam this way da, 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 da. and i was like well somebody is just you know setting a religion for a man to follow based off of how they use natural law and what worked for them and because people That's are right. actually followers they're like well i gotta do it that way to get the same result but if you use the basic principles you're going to get a similar result for you because you're a, a different entity than that person you know what i'm saying but the same principles apply to you too and you just got to use them for your body and your height and your weight and your experience you know what i'm saying so you know yeah make it apply yeah. to you that's you know, right um, you know the, the laws uh, the laws evolve on everyone equally and you know it's like um, it took me some time to really start to see that because, you know, I, I started this trek with a religious mindset. Um, but, you know, I learned early on that not to make religion my companion, but to make truth my companion. I'm looking for the truth. 
I don't care what label you put on it. Either it's true or it's not true. Either it's true or it's not true. And even Jesus, I like what he said um, in the book of Matthew uh, when he said, uh, these people uh, come close to me with their lips. Is Matthew 15, 8. Uh, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And that's what you are seeing uh, in today, which is why everything is going the way it's going in the world today is because people are, you know, they're kind of, um, I could understand why people have gotten cold on religion and things like that. I can truly understand why, because the teachers who are teaching it uh, are not very knowledgeable. I, they are, you know, these religious, these religious minded people, they are not, um, they don't understand uh, natural law. They don't have a deep understanding of what it is that they're teaching. So I can understand because the truth is like honey. When you truly have the truth, people are going to be naturally drawn to it. But when people start eschewing what you are, you know, proselytizing, then you need to look at yourself. You know, there's something wrong with the teacher himself. And now you're seeing people getting cold. Like it says, the, the hearts of many will be waxed cold in the later days. And now I can see why. You know, Jesus was prophesying uh, the end times in Matthew chapter 24 about the hearts of cold, uh, many being waxed cold. And that's what you're seeing happening today. And because people aren't being exactly. taught very well, they're being inundated with right. a lot of um, heathen type activity and so forth that they relish and they find enjoyment in. Uh, we uh, people actually um, that's mm-hmm. part of the thing. People enjoy this stuff, and I can understand why. Right. I can't understand why the, God set up the world in a way where everything bad for you is like, you know, everything you like is bad for you. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. It's almost like the devil had a point in that uh, in that movie, uh, the devil's uh, the devil's advocate. Uh, you know, we was in there, he was discussing. Uh, he said, "Look, he said, taste, but don't touch. You know, touch. Mm-hmm. You know, do all this. It's like, why? You know, why are all these temptations placed in front of you? Why does bad food taste so good? You know, why? You know, all these different mm-hmm. things, taste right. buds, all these different things. But then you have to stop yeah. and think. It's all a test. It's all to see." Mm-hmm. That had to be put in place like that to see if you could um, master yourself, if you you could uh, demonstrate discipline. Discipline. You said it, bro. That's that's what it's for. It's beautiful how you brought that home. It's been there to see your discipline. You know what I'm saying? And and that's with anything. You know what I'm saying? Because you got sweet taste buds and you got them bitter taste buds. But if you notice, you know, if you build up a lot of – energy on a sweet taste buds, you begin to resist the bitter taste buds like it's something bad. But you bitter do. is not you bad. Do. A lot of them bitter things is healthy for you. You, know you do. And You're right. And it could get to a point where you develop an affinity for the bitter taste and stuff because you realize how healthy it is for you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's kind of which energy that you develop off of your discipline and true off of the knowledge of those polls, which bring me to how I wanted to appreciate you, bro, for posting the Kybalion. I think you were the only person I've seen to put that up as a natural law book to read over everything, and uh, that's a fact, bro. And um, based off of the natural law, that'll take you into the science of life. You know what I'm saying? And just off of a yes. person's thought process, a person's thought process has atoms in it or in vibrations in it. You know what I'm saying? And when your core principles line up with natural law and truth, you're going to be generating those type of thoughts 
vibrations and you know uh those are always going to be dominant you know something real is always going to be dominant to something that's artificial you know what i'm saying um or you know the the truth is always going to be constant you know what i'm saying then a a a change something you know something absolute is always going to be constant you know what i'm saying and when you deal with them absolute things then you begin to expand your mind towards that bitter towards those bitter taste buds you know what I'm saying? Because some, sometimes people don't want to deal with the absolute truth of you are your remedy and you are your enemy. You know what I'm saying? It's how you're thinking and how you are building your knowledge up because you perish from the lack of the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And applying that knowledge through your, you know, public or private experience because, you know, sometimes people think stuff in their mind, you know, to test. They won't say it publicly. So, you know, sometimes you have to use your own public and private experience with your own thoughts and knowledge and apply that to life based off of them absolute principles. And then you will see your remedy. As as I said earlier, sometimes my remedy came from just being spiritual and standing on absolute principles, not being shooken by because I know this is true. You know what I'm saying? And then you see how the lies start to show themselves and people just set themselves up for failure. And they done went to law school, you know, they done went to police academies, you know, they done did all type of things. But they was so they, they were so grounded in falsehood and life being sweet, they they couldn't accept the bitter truth of a, a situation. And, and some of those absolute truths do trickle down to positive law, you know, remedial law, you know, uh, substantial law, because it's based in absolute truth. And when you resonate them atoms, you get your remedy one way or the other, but you got to be disciplined towards that, like you said. You're right. You're right. But say, brother, I have to go on to the next caller. Um, I appreciate your comments. You're absolutely correct. It is about the the immutable is what you were describing, these immutable laws. And those constant Mm -hmm. laws, when you you take solace in something that is immutable, something that doesn't change, I... That is where power comes from and coming and understanding because it doesn't change. So you can, you know, when you know its operation, you know the cause and effect that's associated with it. That is the definition of true power. But hey, brother, I appreciate the call. I appreciate the insights and you sharing your wisdom with us. I appreciate you, brother. No, I appreciate you, God. OG, man. I started listening to you. Peace. <laughs> All right, peace to the gods, brother. You have a nice day, okay? All right, peace. Are you too, G? Peace. All right. All right, y'all, next caller. I wanted to stop real quick, and I wanted to uh, talk about also, um, the, you know, earlier I was talking about uh, the CDC. Okay, an old girl who testified, at, her name is Ann Shuchan. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh, her last name is spelled uh, S-C-H-U-C-H-A-T. Her first name is Annie, A-N-N-E. She's Jewish, you know, and you. she's the one that was uh, testifying before Congress about vaccinations not causing autism. So I, when I seen her on there uh, uh, basically testifying, I said, let me go ahead and uh, see what her nationality is. Jewish, you know, and it's just, it's just something, you know, I say, okay, why all these people, you know, that seem to be making decisions about our lives all belong to one group of people? I got a problem with that. You might not have. I ain't no goddamn body slave. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't nobody slave. They can kiss my ass, suck a dick, and die. Okay? I'm just going to put it out there just like that. 
right? And I, be, I said it in the beginning when I first started this, okay? I'm not your goddamn slave. I'm no man's slave. And you got to adopt that same type of attitude because these people is into slavery. It's written in their damn book. It's not no joke. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to the phone line. 843-4252. You're on the line. It's Yusuf Veil. Peace to the gods. Shalom, Ock. How are you? Shalom. What's happening, Ock? All right, brother. And I just got, like, two questions, man. My first question is I'm having a hard time trying to figure out how to get a foreign address. Wonder if you could lead me in a certain direction. Well, I mean, let me just say this. Um, if, you start, if you're talking about a 9-8 number, they don't ask you for the address. Well, <laughs> All right, number one. Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> but <laughs> if, you, if you want something, I can't tell you how to get a foreign address. You know, me, I was fortunate enough uh, where I met someone from another country and they let me use one of their addresses they had in a foreign country. We became good friends. You know, I, I can't tell you how to do something I didn't do. So, what? you know, that's how that's how I got it. You know what I'm saying? But prior to that, hell, I just called in and got it. Hell, they don't ask for their damn address in the first damn place. You know, they don't ask for it. They just want to know the cities of it, what country it's in. They didn't ask for no specifics. I mean, even if they did ask for specific, uh, specifics, how the fuck they going to verify it anyway? It's another fucking country. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I'm just I mean, saying, I hate to say that over the air like that, but it's true. You know, it's just true. You know, I know what you're asking for. I get that question all the time. You know, and it's like, hey, you got to look at this. You know, people got to stop and think sometimes, you know. It's like, okay, well, you know, they let me let, put this out there too. When I my when you take my course on trust, there's a whole section in there that is devoted to when the IRS starts to do an audit or an investigation against a foreign trust. And the first thing they do is they do go to SS uh, uh that SS4 form. All right, now the reason why is just to get some facts gathered about about the entity. I, but at the end of the day, um, what the IRS goes by is form versus substance. And what that means is, is that right now what you're doing is called the formation of a private trust. They don't care about that. They don't care about that. What they want to know is the substance. What kind of transactions did you engage in? Because, first of all, Benefits and privileges are the only things that can be taxed, not rights. And these benefits and privileges that are originating within the United States, where like, for instance, your source income, that you have income that is originating within the United States, that's the only thing that they're concerned with. So if there is some sort of you know, refusal on the part of some entity that is effectively connected with a, a trade or business within the United States and effectively collected means uh, deriving some sort, of, uh, some sort of income from, then that's what's going to trigger some sort of audit or something like that. They're going to come in and start looking at things, and they're only looking at the formation of your trust 
first of all, probably to establish that it really is a trust because the first thing they try to construe your trust is as is an association or a partnership. Okay, meaning that it's not being administered properly. All right. So the sentence of it and everything, you know, they may be just doing that just to establish jurisdiction, but the jurisdictional element is really not germane uh, to a proceeding if you are in some sort of confrontation with the IRS commissioner because the only thing that is at issue is is there it did, did incur some sort of tax obligation. And that tax obligation would have to have its source within the United States. You know, so, you know, that's what, you know, I look at these things and, you know, I haven't read anything where um, the SSS form really became an issue uh, in a court proceeding or anything like that. While they do do that and, and pull that to establish when they do, they do their investigation, that's not an issue. What's at issue is form versus substance. The formation of the trust is not their concern. What you're doing with it and what kind of business you are conducting with it is their concern. And that's where you should focus most of your attention at. Getting a, a, a nine eight number is nothing. That's just a identifier, letting them know what type of entity that is foreign to the United States, and telling you what um, uh, IRS campus issued that particular number. You know, nine eight nine eight is just a general term that is applied to it. It doesn't necessarily mean your number will be nine eight. It could be any series of numbers, but the first two digits only indicate the campus that issued the particular EIN number. Right? And it also then because that campus happens to be in Philadelphia, because that's the only one that issues foreign identifiers, it's just letting know the enemy is foreign. But if the entity is truly foreign, okay, so that means the entity itself will not be taxed. But that doesn't mean the transaction that the entity engaged in will not be taxed. And because it passes through that trust, doesn't mean the tax obligation is eliminated. That tax obligation passes through to whatever beneficiary is a beneficiary of that trust. The trust itself may not be taxed, but on the distribution from that trust, that uh, those beneficiaries, they're going to receive that. So that obligation is going to pass right through to them. So that's all we're talking about. And the only reason they probably would even look and see if your citizens truly within a foreign country is determine whether or not they could tax that entity. I, which, if you administer it properly, shouldn't be an issue. However, the tax out this this notion that I see that a lot of people are out there proselytizing that because you have a foreign trust, there's some sort of uh, tax that it, that automatically absolves you from any type of tax. They're just gonna get y'all fucked up. I, I don't read. I don't t- how many cases I've read with guys out there selling trust. For thousands of dollars, and they drug and taking shit all the way to the Supreme Court and lose to the IRS commission. And the whole time I'm reading this shit, I said, "This crazy motherfucker don't know what he's talking about." They don't understand the difference between public and private. There's a lot of people out there teaching trust don't have no business teaching trust. All the motherfuckers know is what a goddamn beneficiary is. They know what a goddamn <laughs> settler is and a trust uh, corpus. And maybe a trust protector or some shit like that. But that's the extent of their motherfucking knowledge. I'm okay. telling y'all what it is. I listen to these people. These motherfuckers don't know what they be talking about. Talking about you don't have to pay no taxes or nothing. That don't, that don't mean a goddamn thing. The United States is its own entity. It's a corporate entity. If you have some sort of minimum contact with them, they come and attack your ass. And the only defense that you're going to have against it, if you're a secure party, you can set off that obligation. And that would be staying in honor. But to sit there and try to deny 
that they have some sort of jurisdiction or that you're not subject to some sort of tax ain't going to do nothing but get you fucked up. Right. <clears throat> okay. And my second question is, it's just, uh, I already got a good idea. I'm sorry. What do you say? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay, so my second question is, it's just about, like, say, for instance, if I'm in front of a judge, you know, so I've had a couple of experiences in front of the judge. I've been dealing with them the past three times in their court. But what I want to know is, if they, if they keep on trying to basically, if I'm trying to reserve my rights, I'm speaking orally, reserving my rights, and they're not honoring me, basically, or respect or acknowledging, recognizing the things that I'm saying, could I use my authenticated birth certificate to prove that I am basically um, the paramount security interest holder? Oh, yeah, yes, you matter? can. As a matter of fact, I, I've done this before, handing the birth certificate, and what you can do, okay, like when I gave the birth certificate, the judge looked, okay, the prosecutor was like, I wish I could, uh, I think when I come in with my birth certificate and I had like a bill of exchange for something like, um, like, uh, I don't know if it was a million, two million dollars. Like, I usually write my shit for like a million dollars or something, nothing under a million dollars when it's involved in a court case. And um, like a criminal case or something like that. And uh, the prosecutor was like, oh man, I wish I could write a bill of exchange for a million dollars, you know, he kind of like talking like where everybody could hear, kind of trying to joke about it. But I was looking at the judge and the judge was looking at it like, oh, you know, look at, watch them judges' faces, okay? Because you hand, they understand what you're handing them. They, if they give it back, they hate to. They understand that they got to give it back because of public perception. But when you put that shit in their hand, they know what the fuck they got. Don't listen to them. Okay, so Let me tell you, I gave, they know exactly what they got. And you give them a birth certificate or anything like that, a GSA bond or a bill of exchange. It don't matter. It don't have to be no birth certificate. It could be a, a bill of exchange with credits that are the, what do you think the secure party process is? The secure party process is letting the Treasury Department know that you have your birth certificate, that you're the holder in due course of it, and you're sending them a bond back by your birth certificate. Okay, that's why they call it a birth certificate bond. And you're putting that on file with the Treasury Department, and you're giving them evidence that you are the, the holder in due course of it, so you're sending them a certified copy of your birth certificate, letting them know that you indeed do have it in your possession, that you are the holder of it. That's why you make a copy of it, and you're sending it to the Treasury Department along with a bond. All right, now, when they become the holder of that bond, the directions in that particular document let them know that you are going to be assigning credits from that particular bond to negotiable instruments to be utilized in the public to offset public obligations using private credit. So, when you are in a court proceeding, yes, you can give them a birth certificate. That is the foundational document. Or you could give them something that can be redeemed through the Treasury Department that is backed by that same document, which is the preferred right. method. Right. But and but since, since the birth certificate is authenticated, um, my only question is about the affidavit of ownership because – you don't want to. Um, I want to know if that is even proper, and then the fact. I don't. Uh, I I don't I, yeah, you can do an affidavit ownership, but I mean, it's evident. Uh, thing about it is, you got it in your hand. You got it right, in your hand. Right. I, right. You and got they it can't in your get hand. a copy of it. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm the only one that can get that copy. You're the only one that can get a right. copy of it. Hey, you got right. it in your so, hands. So. Yeah, go ahead. You can do an affidavit so, ownership so, if you want. That ain't no problem. That's not a problem okay, either, but you got it in your hand. You got it right well, there. You bought it in court. Well, because I was wondering, because you know how, say, for instance, if they try to put a debt on you, whether it's a traffic ticket, whether it's um, child support or anything, well, my thing is, you um, claim just claiming the name. You know, you just you're just using it. Once again, you're just a, uh, like I said, the Paramount Security interest holder of it. So I'm just saying, the affidavit of ownership that doesn't give you complete ownership of the name. Once again, because you're okay, just one of the thing. owners. You don't you don't care about you don't own you own nothing, control everything. You're not right. looking for ownership anyway. All right. The thing is, is that y'all got to understand what kind of court you're in. First of all, this is all this is admiralty. There's only four jurisdictions from the Constitution. That's admiralty, equity, common law, and maritime. That's it. Them, them the four we got to pick from. All right. They don't have to tell us a goddamn thing. That's what they're saying, motherfucker. Why we got to tell you a motherfucking thing? If you read the Constitution, use the process of elimination, bitch. We just told you it's not common law. All right, that's what they're saying to y'all. Dumb. You know, that's what they're saying. They are. It's only four. Motherfucker, it's four. All right, we got maritime, admiralty, common law, and equity. We just told you on the record it's not. They will tell you on the record this is not common law. We know it's not equity because equity don't have nothing to do with no goddamn statute, and there ain't no criminal actions in equity. All right? So we know we ain't dealing in equity. All right? So they only leave maritime and admiralty left. And in admiralty, we talking about debt collections, bonds, all this shit. The whole shit that you see them doing. If you read clerk's practice, you will clearly see it's the exact same shit. So once we narrow the shit down, okay, we can see we're dealing with bonds and debt collections. The whole purpose of being a secure party is to discharge debt or offset debt or set off debt. Okay, and you do that by the issuance of a negotiable instrument, and you assess that negotiable instrument by putting that shit on some goddamn tax forms. All right, this is the, the game we play, and you got to put an assessment on this shit because these motherfuckers steal. Once you understand the game about negotiable instruments, if you don't have a claim on an instrument, if you don't know what a uh, holder in due course is, UCC 3302. UCC 3-305, UCC 3-306, claim on instrument and uh, recoupment. Okay, if you don't understand those three things, okay, you understand what they will take your shit and uh, and ignore every fucking thing you're doing. Because they say, this motherfucker is playing a game and he don't understand. But everybody just want to claim their birth certificate and think, I don't know what you're thinking by you having the birth certificate. Birth certificate is representing value. That value is representing your labor. Holding it up and pointing it in the air and showing it to them. What the fuck do you think that's supposed to do? They need something in their hand, a tangible asset that they can put on their books to balance their books. Third. Third. All right, brother. I go hold you up. Yeah, another question, bro. Um, no, no, sir. Uh, thank you very much. 
All right, you're welcome. Shalom. All right, let me go back to the phone line. Three one four oh four four oh. You're on the line. Hey, what's good? What's good, Yusuf? Hey, what's happening, bro? What's happening? This I am, man. Let's see you going on. Hey, what's up, yeah. Damn, I ain't spoke you a long time, bro. What's happening, man? Nah, what's going on? Yeah, I still look out. I still look out for you, man, and everything. You do. I've been seeing you on the YouTube all the time, bro. You see, I I see. Uh, you. I just they, ain't spoke they, to you. Uh huh. They shut me down. I <laughs> put too much information on. <laughs> They shut you down. They, they, shut you down. They, they shut you down? Yeah, completely because, you know, I could assess this information. Like, everybody talk about the topic. So oh. I put in, based on what the topic people talk about, you know, so people can read. Because people don't read. Everybody got a narrative of what's going on, but they don't get the assessment behind it, you know, to to get a you know a clear view, transparent of what's going on. Because it's not. Right. Because everything's supposed to be mystery and shit like that. But the mystery is, you know. You can find out, you know, certain facts and research and certain sources. So your show, your show gives some quality, and so I, that's why I'm gonna bring some sorts of quality, man. And I'm gonna read something to you that alludes to some of the things that you was talking about today about the Jews. And I'm gonna read something right. from Teddy Roosevelt. And Teddy Roosevelt saw the saw the uh, which was a Jew saw the poor whites degenerate as well as the mass immigrants from the southern and eastern Europe, those from northern Europe having been accepted in the Anglo-Saxon white race. <coughs> it, uh, let me find it. Oh, it is said it is, they was all unwanted immigrants will eventually out-procreate those of the dominant superior white race, causing it to die out in the supplanted detriment of the country. It's a book called White Tra- uh, uh, 400 Years of White Trash, and it gives you the distinctions of, of white people, uh, different, not what we call white people, but the different nationalities of those white people, Dutch, Irish, so on, Europe, that, you know, how they war against each other and how they slaved each other. So in, in Detroit and Illinois, there was a, a, a group called, of Jews called the Purple Gang, which were Jews who were enslaving white women. And they passed an act called the White uh, Trafficking Act or the Man Act in the early 1900s to stop slavery on white women that was trafficked by Jews, gangster Jews. I kid you not. I mean, wow. it's off the chain. It's very, it's very exclusive of how they are against each other. If we go and do the research on what these people are doing or what they're warning against, that's the fact. That's what Trump, like you said, what Trump dealing with. These are different factions of what alleged white people who are fighting against each other, the high clerics, the high deists, and all that. You see. Let me read. Let me read you something. This is from a book called the white man's bible it's called the white man's bible and um let, let me read you this let me see if i can put it in the uh chat room it's called the white man i don't know why i put something in my damn chat it just does not pop up it's like okay that, okay i gotta type it out i guess um man, it's deep. even the mormons had white had a white slave trade here I mean, in Denmark and in, in the Danish and all that. My kids, you know, this is in the early 1900s. And people can look it, it up. It's called the White Slave Traffic Act of 1910, 36 Statute 825. Let me read you this, this white man's Bible. 
uh, it starts off on page one. It says, the, the second dumbest creature on the face of the earth is the one who cannot recognize its enemy. The most stupid of all is the one who will defend and collaborate with the very enemy that are destroying it and its own kind. Okay, this is on page 39 in the White Man's Bible. Y'all can put this in Google. Just put in the whitemansbible.pdf. I'm on page 39. Now, when you go down here to, uh, to uh, page 40, uh, 41, our natural enemies, and who are his natural enemies? Number one on the list is the international Jew. The whole Jewish network, the Jew as an individual. Number two is the mass of colored races whom we shall designate simply as the mud races. Okay, they start talking to us. But look at that. Even the white people, these white people, they put, we not even number one, they number one enemy. Black people ain't even they number one enemy on it in this book right here. The the Jews are. I'm trying to yep. tell y'all, I'm not making this stuff up. You can't make this Man, stuff up. To follow up. To follow up, there's another book made. Uh, her name is Karen Broad, Broadkin. Karen Broadkin, B-R-O-D-K-I-N. She wrote a book called the Jews, How the Jews Became White. Check that out. And also in the book called 400 Years of White Trash, it specifies that the eugenics, the Jews made it not only for no blacks, they made it for whites too. Predominantly. Yes. They got quotes and everything talking hell about it, calling them carpet, uh, carpet baggers. Uh, 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 scallywags. Uh, well, that's where you get the term white uh, trash. Man, I'm talking. About, it's a whole nother form of history that we have to know about. What the white man, it, man, it will blow your mind. You're like, damn. You talking about we bagging against each other? They they're bagging against each other for the longest. <laughs> so that's why these laws are shitty for. It ain't just for no nigga. All these codes and statutes is for them to govern each other to hold up each other. Because they scatter the motherfucker, you know, they're enslaving each other and shit, taking advantage. Hey, listen, let me tell you, like, I had this chick, right? She she said she actually met this sister who claimed that she dated somebody from the Illuminati. And he, he basically told her that, he said, look, when we're making these laws and stuff, we're not even thinking about your people. He said, we're not even thinking about your people. They're they not even a thought. This is between Jews and white people. And Dr. Malachi of York, he used to tell us that all the time. He said, get out the way. This ain't even a fight between y'all. And that's when you're looking at Trump. That's what I'm trying to bring to everybody's attention. Trump is a white man. Trump is a white man. Okay? So he is going, them people that's attacked, go back and start paying attention. And you're going to see, like when CNN are doing them Kavanaugh hearings. Go back and look at CNN and all the reporters that are in the audience standing up, disrespecting him, and get their name and look them up on the Internet and find out what they, like I've already done, and find out that their nationality is Jewish. I'm, and he, so what he does, he don't say, he don't call them out Jew, he say fake news. Because who owns the news network? The Jew. All right, thank you. you know, and, you know, man, it, it gets so deep, man, based on certain... I, well, I've been studying this history, man. I'm not going to throw it off topic. But studying history, man, we got to understand the psychology at certain people points at their conscious level at that time. And we don't understand that subtlety in that. We miss a lot of shit. Like the word, like the nigger... 
Man, they had a word called nigger, N-I-G-G-U-R. That was a word of endearing. Name white baseball player was nicknamed all all types of shit like Nick Clark, Nick Clark, Nick Cupper, Nick Fuller, Nick shit, Nick this, Nick that. Even the fucking U.S. Army general was named Nigger Jack. White dude, white people. So yeah, man, this thing on man. I mean, we really got studying history. You have to study it part part mentalized. You have to study in sections. Based on certain things that's been changed, based on treaties and acts and things like that, that pivoted consciousness. Because when they put those acts in the treaties and all that, that pivoted the consciousness of the people, does it not? It changes society in a way, based on things that they implement in these statutes or codes or anything that we don't know inadvertently. Just like when we go apply to get a driver's license, we have to look at it as what it is. If you're going to get a driver's license, that's you're applying for a job. See? You're asking for permission to do something. You're asking for permission. But people are wondering, you know, they, people are wondering, well, how do I, you know, how do I get around, you know, having the driver's license and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, like I tell everybody, I'm like, look, I, I can't, I can't, no one can guarantee you that when you're driving on the road, nobody's going to, you know, harass you or anything i mean i i I can't do that you know i I can't do that you know i I, nobody can do that but the only thing that i came to the conclusion i came to a conclusion with this a long time ago because when i was going through my ordeal uh with these people um uh one thing i noticed is that they were ignoring stuff man they were ignoring like i ain't even talking about secure party stuff i'm talking about like stuff like i put in demand for speedy trial and they failed to bring me to trial within the time limits, and they still ignored it. it. was a direct violation of, you know, just regular law. I wasn't even trying to do nothing to secure a party or anything like that. They'll ignore everything. People think they just ignore secure a party stuff. No, they ignore every motherfucking thing. Somebody ignored my paperwork. Hell, go and get an attorney. See how effective you are with that. They don't, All they are interested in is getting money. Let me tell you something. When you catch a federal case and you go get an attorney and he say it's going to be $20,000 to retain me, all they doing is trying to find out if you got any money. If you got $20,000 to pay an attorney, they're going to drag your case out and drain you of all your money until it's gone and then put your ass in jail. Why the fuck would you put anybody in jail and they got a couple of million dollars sitting on the street just sitting there? Y'all, right? I, I already know all that y'all need to wake up. My people got to wake up and stop letting me, because this shit they doing ain't smart. This is what I don't like, okay? They posturing themselves as more intelligent than the other races, and I don't see it. I don't see a, no better intelligence. I see somebody's good at deception. Yeah, it's, it's not even intelligent for them to try to be so deceitful to have to gain that advantage the way they do it. That's not intelligence because real intelligence would do it by it would be natural. 
what they doing is they just they doing it by trying to take advantage, you know, be a step ahead based on administration process. That's all it is. They just a step ahead on administration processes, you know, like they learned, you know, the shit early about trust and shit like that. So, I mean, it's just that simple. In other words, they are taught what they supposed to be taught to be agents for us. We notice that when we get in sports and shit like that, they always throw a Jew out somebody out there to be your agent. Why? Because you know the administrative processes, whether it's high or low or mid-grade, to what the process, what, capital gain. Most niggas don't know about capital gain. So that's why those laws and codes and statutes don't, that's why, yeah, like you said, they don't give a fuck, they don't give a fuck about it, because we don't even apply ourselves to that shit. Most niggas don't know about those securities. Now I'm trying to talk shit about niggas to these niggas about, about, you know, just to throw they go silent instantly. Like, man, that's too deep. No, it ain't deep, man. Get the fuck out of here. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's it's so simple. It's, <laughs> all this stuff is simple. It's just covered with complex words. That's yeah, all it, it is, is, you know. You know, they, they you know they try to obfuscate. The truth is simple. Man, I, all I'm saying, this is one thing. It's, some, it's something that they either put in the food or something that I have to say, I think I'm going to say too, that make us really don't want to read. It's some, it got to be a chemical that makes us hate fucking reading, uh, Yusuf. Let's keep it real. Because that'll be a half, we'll be halfway down. We read some of this shit. I agree, but it's like, man, that's why I started making audio books because, man, I already know it's a problem with that. I didn't gave up trying to tell people to read. Y'all, I, you know, you know, you say that, that, that no more. Everything, <laughs> like they just read shit like you. You can eliminate a lot of problems if you just read. You, you know, know, I already know. Like, if I got something, if I got something, I want people to read. I already know I got to make an audio book out of it. I already know. I say shit. If I want people to read, this, I'm yeah, that's good. Beautiful. That's good too. So listen to it because a lot of people are busy. Do you know? You working and stuff. So you know, it I understand. It makes it easier. You got to understand the time that we in, man. We're in the age of information age of social media, and I, I can't bend them. I, I got to, I got to change. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't them that need to change. I'm the one that had to change. So you know, that's yeah, something that we, all teachers out there may want to take into consideration as well. You know, there are people out there who can't read. You know, me being in jail, that's something that became abundantly clear to me while I was in jail. Um, you know, uh, I mean, one time I had a friend of mine, I've been friend with this guy like two years and, you know, he brought some legal, uh, he brought some legal paperwork to me one time and he said, you know, Hey, uh, Yusuf, man, what is this? Uh, what does it say? And I read it and it was just like telling him he had a court date or something like that. I said, Oh man, it just telling you had a court date. I said, see right here. And when I showed him the paper, he gave me this blank look. <laughs> and instantly I knew that he didn't know how to read, and I'd been friends with him for two years. And I didn't want to embarrass him, so I pulled back real quick, and I said, yeah, yeah, you know, and kind of played it off. But when I started making the audio books, that incident was what was on my mind when I started making audio books. I said, man, remember that time you just assumed that everybody knows how to read? You know, everybody don't know how to read. And then everybody don't have good comprehension. They can read. That's, that, that's the big group. 
right there. It ain't the don't know how to read people. They 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 not that big of a group. Yeah, because they comprehend it as the key. Yeah, people. That's the biggest group. That's the biggest yeah. group. So, you know, when you read and you read a certain kind of way and they can listen to it over and over again, every time they listen to it, they the it will uh it will help them and their understanding, especially if you are a very good reader that knows how to emphasize words um, and know how to do inflections in your voice that give uh, meaning and give insight to things and things of that nature, kind of help people uh, with their comprehension. And like I said, even with the comprehension thing, I think today there are so few people that don't have good comprehension because the teachers are so poor in the public schools. It, this is poor well, teaching this, uh, at fundamental this level. Word, this word, uh, this word, I go in and on it, to my critique, and it's on me too. And everybody, like everybody said, we melanated, melanated, and we great, and we all kings and queens and shit and everything, and we know God and this God and our culture and this, but we just can't master this one fucking thing, words. It is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? We we can know about metaphysics, all this other shit, esoteric, alchemy, niggas deep as a motherfucker about it. But when you talk to this administration, n- them niggas go clueless. All these go-woos, man. It's like, nigga, please. And I know the paperwork that you signed at the end of the year. Or I can find out. What do you United States Corporation? I can find out what form you are. 501c3, all types of shit. Like, man, this shit is over with, man. So when the real niggas come out with this shit, man, it's over with. We all know what paperwork you signed with, with the beast, nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> That's what, I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? That's how you find out where your heart is, where your intent is. See? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's your yeah. communication. With the very thing that you say you're up against. Wow. That's all I'm saying. That we're not challenging what's real. How the fuck we, I mean, we're in 2019. How is it not, and I'm not pointing nobody out and shit on nobody, but how is our most intelligent brothers and sisters, whatever you're doing, whatever you're in, how are they not telling you the apex level of using the administrations that you use every day to conduct business. How is this not mastered? That absolutely makes no sense to me. It's totally neglected. Like when the birth certificate came out, most of them should have been on that off top. But this came for the white man. Let's do the forensics and evaluation on this shit. And find out this full meaning of it. Then we know we don't know that. We should be just finding this out now. Yeah, I hate that it this comes on the white man stuff too. Uh, you know, you live in this man. world. <laughs> you live in this world, you, you know, and you have to you, you have to you have to you know, you have to survive. And you know, that means that you're going to have to abide by certain rules and regulations that are already set in place. It doesn't mean that you totally ignore things, nor, nor is that the way to go, you know, but Hey man, look, I got a, I got 19, I got 17 minutes left. I got to take a few more calls. I, 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 I got to hear from you, man, man. 
Yeah, I heard about hey. Gene passing. That kind of hurt me, man. Well, I just found out that he may not have passed. Somebody uh, came in my one of my classes. They spoke to him a month ago, so uh, oh, really? he may still, oh, yeah, cool. he may still be with us. You know, all that is rumor mill stuff. I, I, I haven't gotten any confirmation that he's alive or uh, have passed myself personally. Everything that that's being passed to me is word of mouth right now. So yeah, I haven't oh. found that out sure myself so i hate that word of mouth stuff but you know somebody did come and say they just uh talked to him 30 days ago on the phone uh you know somebody that was in my class so you know he's possibly still alive he's possibly still alive oh, okay that's good that's good right. shit then man well, much love to you man oh. and to the hospital family man hey man good to hear from you again bro all right i'll be back on again yeah i'm sure this won't be the last time we talk <laughs> oh yeah i'm always uh, in touch man you really all right. All right. All right. Peace, God. Peace. All right. Let me flow real quick to Florida real quick. 863-5309. You're on the line. What's on your mind? Florida. Yes. Can you hear me? Hello? Loud and clear. What's going on? Uh, peace to the God. Peace to God. So just a quick question, and this is um, going off of some of what you said. How? What's the process for a UCC-11? Because a I, UCC-11 I one... is a... A UCC 11 is an information search, and you certif- what you're, all you're doing is certifying that there are no other uh, prior uh, claims against your property that are already in existence before you file your initial claim. It's very similar to doing a title search against real estate. Okay, okay. And now, so I'm in the country. So I know the number is Florida, but I'm in the country of Wisconsin. Uh, and okay. And I, I sent – I sent it, and it's now it's been two months. And when I contacted the office, I was told, well, I told them, now I see that the funds were withdrawn from the account. On the website, it states that for whatever, any UCC that will not be accepted in the state, the funds will be returned. So I see that the funds were taken out, and now it's been two months. <clears throat> when I called, the guy said, well, it's, it's just probably hasn't put in the system yet. And I'm just wondering, again, to going back off of what you said, is this what they do, even with basic well, stuff? Every 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 state will... is different, bro. Every you know, in Georgia, okay. they we get that shit off the rip, and they send it fast, you know. So I don't know what they're doing in Wisconsin. You know, every state is different on that, man. That's all I can tell you. You know, we can. I, I would tell you to go online and file it. Um, you know, every state is different. There's so many differences in the states on that subject, right there. I mean, in some states. Like in some states, y'all use the Secretary of State. Here in Georgia, we file ours in the individual county level. It ain't the Secretary of State. It's on the individual county level. So, okay. you know, they're going to have faster response time or whatever. You know, we have an online system, GSCCA, uh, GSCCCA, GSCCCA.org is where we do all our filings at online. So I don't I don't know Wisconsin, you know, about, you know, if when you file something, what's the turnaround time? It should be fairly quick. If you had an online system, it should be instantaneous. Um, if you, yeah, they, I mean, do they, they have some online. sort of thing where you can expedite the process? Usually they'll have some sort of uh, option for that. But I, I, I can't answer that question for you. You know, you know, all I know is that, hey, it's just an information search. They wouldn't turn that down. You know, why would they turn down an information search? You're just asking for information about something. Exactly, because they didn't turn down the money. They took the money, so 
you know, just give me back my documents. But, okay, and, you know, I was thinking, do I need to contact, you know, get the postmaster? I would contact him and go down there. I mean, why don't you just go down there and um, get your shit or, or, call, or call them on the phone. Say, look, you know, call them up. Say, look, where's my damn UCC-11? I've been waiting over a month for it. I mean, because you got to think like this, too. What if it fell in the trash? <laughs> you know what? You know, you don't know what happened to it. You know, people do fuck up. You are dealing with human beings. You know, right. somebody took a vacation. You'd be surprised how that will slow down some shit if somebody take, happened to take a vacation. Uh, well, you know, this is uh, Laura. She's the one that usually handles that. And she took a vacation for a week. She'll be back in about 10 days. Uh, you know, we'll have to wait till she get back. Like, motherfucker, you can't take your ass in there and pull this shit off right, the desk and right. do this shit for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it could be anything. I done dealt with all kind of shit like that. So I, 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 I don't know what to tell you on that. You know, when you're dealing with the bureaucracy, don't please don't ask me a question about the. It's called the bureaucracy for a fucking reason. You know, it's like these is the slowest motherfuckers on planet Earth. They do everything intentionally to to fucking uh, uh, frustrate you, piss you off, take their time. That's what they do, man. That's what they do. (laughs) And lastly, because, again, I know you want to get to some of the other calls. Again, a huge, huge fan of when you would do the natural law hour. And I just remember, you know, sitting. I'm sitting at the desk. Um, as a recruiter at the time, and, and I would I would tune in, and every time it was like just just going on this journey of you know just what just I mean information, it just you know the natural, just, continually. The natural ex- law. I, I was actually debating whether I should have did the natural law hour today because it's Sunday, but I say I'll do it next right. Sunday because this is my um this is my my coming out party back. You know, I am going to be on every morning. I know I've said that in the past, but, you know, I'm dedicated to it now. I got my, my second win, and um, I'm going to be on every morning. Uh, you know, uh, about this time, and then Sunday, I will be back on, on the Natural Law Hour. I'm, you know, I'm going to start doing the Natural Law Hour on Sundays again. Because I enjoy it. A lot, yeah. a lot of people love that show. I mean, I get more questions about that show than anything, man. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah, do. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, right, right. Right, rightfully so, rightfully so. I mean, I felt that it was information that was, you know, universal truths and universal information, you know, the stuff that will really free people. I know you mentioned a couple of calls before that the people that are running things today, they don't know what they do, and it's obvious, and it's obvious that they don't, you know. The medical practice, you know, the food, the the, the problems with the food, you know, the, the economy, just every system that, that has been governed, you know, by these people, it's, 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 it's actually coming to its end. It's like they had a cycle of a couple of a thousand of years, but it's like it has to, this stuff has to be back in the hands of the original people. I think that, I think though, but we have to, um, I think that we, there is an awakening on, you know, on all levels that people are becoming aware slowly. I mean, I look at my YouTube page every day. I get new subscribers every day. People are visiting my website every day. Um, you know, I'm, you, you're seeing this in this never ending stream. Uh, it seems of people who are coming into the information. It's a trickling stream. It's, it's trickles. It's not a, you know, it's not a full, you know, all out 
you know, uh, you know, a uh, uh, gushing, you know, stream or like a river, you know, a raging river of people coming through. But it is a, a trickle right now. It's a continuous trickle. And I'm hoping that that grows into something bigger um, as people become more and more aware of what's going on. You know, as people um, uh, have their confrontations with the feds and things like that. And people are waking up all the time, man. I, th- I think that we are in, in the midst of some sort of uh, of awakening, uh, some sort of paradigm shift, uh, some sort of you know new beginning. I think that I think that we're I think we're in the midst of it. I don't know how long it's going to um, the the total transition is going to be. It could be fifty years for a complete transition. Right. But I do think that we're in the midst of it of change. I think change is the only thing that don't change, and that's why I told this judge. I told a judge one time, a federal judge, I said, I said, y'all think that this is going to go on forever? Do you really believe that you're going to do this forever? I said, you're not going to do this forever because change is the only thing that doesn't change. Change is it. And all the time they say that the only thing that doesn't change is change. Some say the more things change, the more they remain the same, just that uh, they rearrange and time presents a different face with the very same brain. Sometimes I sit back and ponder, I end time, I'm going to run out of time, and that makes me wonder, what will I do with my time? So in my short time, I believe that I found the key, and that is for me to do time and not let time do me. Okay, you got to change in time. Okay, that's the only thing. All things change. This this ain't going to remain like this forever, but you got to be prepared for the change. And if you will wake up, you can be the impetus for change. I see. I see. So, and that, lastly, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to this one off the line so somebody else can get in. So I know in the book, in the Bible, it says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities in high places. And I also understand that that Bible is a combination of manuscripts and information taken from many different ancient cultures. But with that being said, how, how do you believe that the, the people that currently are in control of the systems are in operation with, again, these principalities in high places? And, I mean, you know, different dimensional beings. Peace, God. Peace. Okay, what's the question again? You're asking – restate well, the so question. I, in the Bible, it says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities in high places. Okay, Ephesians 6, 9, right. The, the 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 powers that are in control, they, uh-huh. they so I mean, would you say that they are in direct partnership with these principalities? And if so, like where did they go to encounter these principalities? <laughs> well, I mean, I think that assist, I think that first of all, I think that if you are, let me tell you, they tell you everything you need to know on Netflix. If you watch, they do. Um, if you watch, and watch all, I'm watching Dark Crystal right now. The Dark Crystal. I, those little vulture things, they are the elite. They still in the energy. Watch this show, uh, Jim Hansen's The Dark. It makes me wonder. I'm, I'm going to check out Jim, Jim Hansen and see if he's some sort of a, a cultist or a member of an organization. Because, see, they'll put, they'll put out innocuous TV shows like Jim Hansen's uh, The Dark Crystal. Okay? And that shit is straight up telling you what it is. I, if you know who you're looking at, the characters that are being played, them goddamn vultures ain't nothing but the elite. Once you establish who the characters are, they're telling you straight up what it is. And then I'm, I'm watching some show called The Order. 
right? Uh, another show called, um, I mean, they put it all, they, it's everywhere. They plastering it everywhere. They, they try and obtain uh, immortality. They looking for immortality. You know, altered carbon. You know, it was another one that was a great, uh, great one, showing you the state, the scientific, uh, the state of technology. You know, they let, they plastering everywhere that they uh, AI intelligence is going to be the thing in the future, which in the next 10 years is going to be very prevalent. Right? Things like that. Next 10 years, the world's going to look completely different. Don't look completely different. You know, so where do they meet them? The thing is, is they set up um, these colleges uh, to select the elite from. They handpick. They show you how they do it. They come to you. You don't come to them. Somehow, some way, they found out who you are, that you possess the re- uh, the, requ- uh, the requisite qualities that they look for, for their particular organization of what they need. And then you got to go through some sort of initiation process, obviously. Hey, hey these damn um, Q dogs and uh, uh, all these, uh, what, these college sororities and fraternities and everything, they staging grounds for a lot of this activity as well. They don't choose all of them. They'll choose all of them. They want the best of the best. Like anything, you know, everybody go, you got people go to, they play basketball in high school, then you uh, eliminate that group, and then they go to college, and then you chop it down some more. And what's left is you got 300 people in the NBA. Ain't no different, bro. Ain't no different. When you're talking about the seek orders, everybody don't have that uh don't have those skills to be in an order or some secret organization. This is all esoteric. This is all esoteric. You know, they, they own some completely different shit. They not on what, um, this, we talk about magic, you know, all kind of stuff, what you call magic, you know, this is what they are involved in. And yeah, you know, you're, you don't, you can't even bring yourself to believe in it. And they will say this to you. No matter how much we tell you this, you still won't believe us. You just you live in a world, uh, you live in what they call an illusion. You think you live in the real world, but you're living in the illusion. Because uh, the truth is stranger than fiction. Just think about that. Just think about that. But, hey, bro, I got to go, man. I got to get off. My time is running. My time is running out. I appreciate the call, all right? Uh-oh, did I, uh, let me see some. All right, everybody. I don't know if my, uh, I don't know if y'all can hear me and everything. My, uh, I think my, uh, microphone is going out. I got about a minute left. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Somebody's, somebody's always saying, how can, I, how can I schedule a consultation with you? Man, I'm consultations. Some consultations be brutal, bro. I'm not lying. You know, it's only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> Some consultations be brutal. <laughs> 
that's why I'm doing back on the air, man, you know, because, you know, it's like I'm trying to give everybody access to me as many people as I can. And I'm going to be on every day. You know, I'm going to let y'all call in and ask me questions. So, you know, I'm trying to make myself accessible like this, you know, by coming on the air, um, opening up the phone line, and letting people come in and call and ask me questions. I know everybody got a question, bro, but I'm one person. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully somebody will ask as a question that's like in long lines of your question, you can get your question answered. But I'll make sure that, you know, I try to make sure everybody get an opportunity to speak to me. I'll start cutting down the calls. Uh, to about five minutes, won't let people talk so long next time. Start cutting it. I'm start cutting y'all ass off by five minutes. All right, give you five minutes to ask your question. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. You've been listening to the hottest radio network on the planet. I'm back, y'all. <laughs> High frequency radio. Peace to the gods. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Same bad times, same bad channels. Doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio. High frequency. Yeah. Sync up. Sync up. Already. Already. Yay. I get up with the frequencies each and every morning. Thanks, practice, gratitude, commence brainstorming. Live awake, excited, new day, new me. TSA, courtesy of JRE and Sky Free. Too many folks shallow, scared to drown in the deep end. And I ain't pointing fingers, best believe I was one of them. The pain I was numbing in, self-inflicted punishment. The streets I was running in led me to consciousness. Yes, they can steal my flows, but can't block my shine, baby. You see my glow? Now I live in the light, radiating love. Sun, you're a star as below, so above. Am I too metaphysical? Are you over-analytical? So many situations get critical. I'm a warrior, survivor is an understatement. Started subterranean, now we in the cosmos on some milky wavy shit. Sun-kissed, melanin-rich, health is wealth, we live abundant. Connected with the oneness, I'm off my dumb shit. I bring to you substance more specific, life is synchronistic. All is energy, fact, over fiction when I rap. That high frequency, yeah, we on that. Sync with the most divine, catch contact. Physicality beyond that, high frequency, we on that. Mind over matter, thoughts not. Yeah, stars co-create and spiral up No ladder to heaven or hell Can you leave a trail The high and low polarities The vibrations they all rare Day to day just hoping Going through the motion Staring at the doors Who could ever get this open Till I uncovered the secret To keeping it real I got in touch with my soul The fan my frequency feel We playing follow the leader The leader ain't going nowhere That's why I'm living my life With a sovereign mind all I want in this world is to spread love and greatness to you Using my music for we out of time So for the divine, I'm doing my due diligence Giving some peace to views that's too militant Doing it different, I got purpose and position Feel the vibration, transmission is the mission Need you to listen to these words, my dude I swear my third eye got a bird's eye view And do you wanna sync up? Cause I do Surfing this wave, follow as we ride through All is energy, fact, over fiction when I rap That high frequency, yeah we on that Sync with the most divine, catch contact Physicality beyond that, high frequency we on that Mind over matter, thoughts not scattered Co-stars, co-creating, spiral up No ladder to heaven or hell
vibrations, they all rare. Let it marinate, cause this is very great. To every state, the burden on my back, well, I carry weight. High frequency, high power, free spirit. Talking to the man upstairs, and yeah, he hear it. Man, I'm riding the wave, inspired by the days. When we sparked up, that was the light of the haze. But now I'm synced up, yeah, my drink's up. Am I drinking again? Well, you know, yeah, the gig's up. Freedom ain't free, believe them, they not me. The oppressor knows my melanin rich, and I'm scot-free. That means I got away, BS, not today. Stop and say, we good, okay, no more drops today. This the high frequency, they gon' feel this. Still with optimism, but still, I'm the realist. They gon' feel this. Yeah, real quick, bring the chorus in. That's real shit. All this energy, facts, over fiction when I rap. That high frequency, yeah, we on that. Sync with the most divine, catch contact. Physicality beyond that, high frequency, we on that. Mind over matter, focus, thoughts not scattered. Co-stars, co-creating, spiral up, no latitude. Heaven or hell, send you, leave a trail. The high and low polarities, the vibrations, they all rare. Paul Savage you already know, you are locked in, tuned in live, high frequency radio, sync up, sync up, sync up.